Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, episode 54 from the sidelines or episode two of season two, you can call it that, you know, our second year around the sun, we're trying to get it done. We got another special guest for you guys tonight, uh, coming all the way from the East Coast, kind of a long ways away from us, but, you know, spent some time out of his day to come join us and we appreciate him for that. But before we introduce our guest, we got to bring in our hosts. Let's uh, let's start out with Steven, Steven Hatch this week. I don't know. I think I went to Brando last week, so let's go there. You know, feels weird every time I use my first name, but dude, it's we're fun, back dude. again, dude. <laughs> your your face the... just clenches yeah. up. You don't like it. <laughs> we're, we're in the villain arc of the show now, season two, so we're, that, we're in a good place. That's a good point. We, you know, we flourished out the characters, we got the family and friends, and now we gotta, yeah, pre- keep Character progressing on in the story. On, on fleek right now, so, you know. <laughs> It's pretty much Attack on Titan. That's what we're doing. Uh, and let's Hell bring yeah. in our other guests. We got Brandon Brando Baird. What's going on, my guy? I'm good. Uh, yeah, see, Steven, Steven's very oh, professional, God. but <laughs> Steven's very professional. Hatch, even though it's your name, uh, Hatch is your name, it's still like a nickname, uh, uh, seemingly. Uh, I, like, I, I was talking to family uh, this past weekend, and they asked my nickname, and, you know, I think my dad answered. He was like, oh, they call him Brando. They're like, hmm... That's not much of a nickname. I'm like, I'm sorry. Sorry, I can't. I can't be on your level. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're very unoriginal out there. We literally just shortened your name and we use Hatch's last name. Boom. Nickname's done. <laughs> Boom. Perfect. Simple and straight to the point. Like, we're going to hopefully keep this intro. Well, let's jump into our sponsors real quick. Uh, let's, uh, let's go Liquid IV first tonight. We got the hydration multiplier. If you need to stay hydrated out the field... Or, you know, maybe you uh, drank too many drinks last night and you're a little hungover. This can help with that, too. Uh, our promo code over there is Mafia underscore Moffitt. You can use that at uh, the checkout to get 20% off as well as free shipping. So go head over there if you want to try some out. And we'll be talking about them more later on. We also have Nectar Energy. They've been sponsoring a couple different podcasts in the paintball realm. So we appreciate them. Any CTR.energy. That's where you're going to get more information about those. The product code over there is Mafia Productions. All one word on that. It's going to get you, uh, you know, buy, th- uh, buy two, get one free. So three products in total, but you're only going to be paying for two of them as free shipping as well. So you can try out the product. Uh, we appreciate them. And uh, yeah, so that's our two sponsors. Last update we have is for the give a bit or the head headband giveaway for this month we have the mafia or the moffat i guess he uh, he used my government name and i don't know how i feel about that so thanks alex but the mm. moffat hormesis headband we have my only uh, extra copy uh it's what it's number 60 or 97 excuse me and uh yeah it's gonna be going to one of our supporters so we appreciate all you guys over there uh you also get the you know the ad free episodes you get uh you know exclusive content access stuff to stuff early so it pays to be a patreon member and we support all of our guys who are signed up over there all right to pay so without further ado let's get right into this guys we got a special guest tonight he's uh i don't know he's kind of a big deal he's played paintball for a little bit of time he's been around the block been uh you know played it in multiple continents i would say at this point but guys we got uh swaggy k we got keith brown in the building how you doing tonight man good man thank you guys for having me on we're just you know we're just chilling you know what i mean we're just you know vibing one of those kind of nights it's, it's weird because like the pre-show it's always so awkward when it's like because obviously keith you and i aren't very familiar so it's like that awkward quietness where i'm like Ugh, you know i don't want to get carried away talk, asking a bunch of questions before we get you know the juicy stories going you know yes so, sir it's all good man 
Yeah, no, I mean, blessing us with your presence, brother. We're happy you could spend some time <laughs> Absolutely. tonight. Um, it is kind of, you know, it's interesting. We're actually a part of a team now together in a yeah. way. That's uh, something yeah, I'll tease now. The, the captain, did you tell him? Yeah. Did you tell yeah. him that's crazy? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been awesome over there in the uh, infinite tournament paintball realm. So we'll, we'll get into more of that later on in the show. But I mean, that's right. I actually, I've actually, you're probably one of the pro guys that I've maybe not known but i've seen the kind of inside story of for probably the longest and one of those reasons is the impact series back in 2015 i think was the first time that you um you, you were on it and right. so i just i kind of wanted to pick your brain about that a little bit because that was actually one of the first times that i ever saw you you know kind of be that you know pro paintball figure who's traveling around the globe and all that stuff and i think a lot of people maybe forget that that was you know an era of time you know, it's, it is kind of crazy because um, now that I've been on damage, this is uh, going back. This is year five. So, so thinking about it this way is damage. Don't give a damn about <laughs> any kind of clout or any kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yep. And I was trying to, I was literally telling somebody that today. And they were like, oh, it's good to see you post the content. I was like, dude, I was like, nobody on my team even cares but <laughs> but to say in, in in saying that right and like going back to the impact series and that was the complete opposite you know we you were getting to see exactly like how we were going through you know pretty much the day-to-day -day of like the tournament life mm. and like traveling and going crazy and like we were we were just having a good time so like that was a really 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 fun period of paintball that i had and i'll never forget it you know what i mean and i'm glad that you got to see some of it because it was it was as fun as it looked. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the funny thing is like, so when I look back on my like, you know, quote unquote paintball career, like those were my like, you know, quote unquote, like the high school days, you know, when you're going to the field every weekend, you're trying to scrap together money so you can buy, you know, half a case of paint so you can at least play some points oh, yeah, like really. that kind oh, of era. Really. And so, you know, I'd go home or, you know, during the day, I'd come home from high school I'd, <laughs> head over to PB Nation and, you know, go check out the latest Impact Series episode and, yeah. like, where are they at this week? In France and, you know, and somewhere in Canada, they're back in the right. States. Like, it right. was it was just really cool to kind of see that, that, like, idealized version of, like, what the top level of this thing that I was doing was. Um, and it's kind of funny for me now. I've now separated on to where I now look at the, the filming aspect of it more. But, you know, back through my lens of a paintball player, I thought, yeah, I was jealous. I was I was a high school kid who was like, damn, that looks awesome. Like they're having a blast. Right. <laughs> and that's that's what we wanted to, you know, show was that it was more than, you know, just playing the game because, you know, on some teams it is just playing the game. And uh we wanted to show that it was pretty much like a family and we wanted to go have fun. That was the other thing. Like mm -hmm. that was the biggest thing about it was having fun. I'm glad you only yeah. said uh, two PTGs because if we say a third, then like Marcelo just appears out of nowhere, shuts down the show, he copyrights it. So yeah, we can't be using that term over here. But uh, shout out those guys over there. Um, so all right, well, so perfect, man. Yeah, you guys kind of were setting out to just show the the fun aspects of paintball. But I will say in that documentary, there there were multiple times where you start to hear Dave's big voice going, and you know moments like that in the team. I guess my kind of insight i was looking for a little bit is you know what was the dynamic of that team like was it really that you know very playful and joyful nature that came across on camera or was there you know a more serious undertone that was going on that year and of um, course that I was mean, a while ago so i mean to the best so, you can remember so the, to the way that i'm gonna explain it and i think you guys are gonna 
kind of like it is um right. so when i started there right and you're talking 2015 and you mm. know literally we almost won, a decade ago at this point which is crazy yes literally which is literally crazy it is yeah. literally yeah, crazy we all are man you feel old, bro. like for real but um to think about it that was i got an impact it was just to have fun but winning wasn't in their culture yet I don't mm. think that like people really understand like it really wasn't there there yet. They mm. won some tournaments, no, you know, but it wasn't like they were you know dominating the league to where it was like, oh man, you know, other teams are making moves only to beat one team type thing. So like when we started to win, you know, when it came on to 2016 and we won like six events out of nine. Which is just insane, something like that. Yeah, because yeah, both series and just you know, yeah, traveling series, a lot and just and, winning um, paintball. <laughs> just just winning paintball, and we were we were doing whatever we wanted to. We were going out, you know, just just having a blast, you know what I mean, and just being down on people. And um, towards the end, it started to become more serious because of how much. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily just like pressure, but it was, it became a standard to win. You know what I mean? And like, for sure. Now, if you lost anything, it was not fun. Yeah. You, guys were the you know what beat. I mean? Like, it was a team no. to beat, and it was like, you were on such a high of a pedestal that, like, it yeah. was so much harder to have, like, any kind of little mistakes or anything. So it was like, became different. So there's you know, that, uh, I think, and it's funnily enough, you know, drive to survive. I think that's where I heard this before, but I think it was uh, Lewis who was talking about it. Like when he was winning every single race, like the pressure becomes so high to the point where it's like, even getting like, you know, fourth, like it, it feels like right. you just failed everything failed because completely. you get to a point where you're expecting to win. Everyone around you is expecting you to win. And when you can't deliver that, you just feel like you kind of let you know yourself down your teammates down the organization that like you know all of those people down who kind of have this high expectation of you um i mean is that a, is that kind of related to what you know you're talking about here absolutely absolutely <laughs> that's exactly what i mean and and like it became more difficult because obviously everyone's going to start to evolve and get a little bit better but it just became more difficult because of what like you said we expect now now we expect something crazy, and like if we lose one point, now it's a blow. It's a blow up almost. Like mm. it's it's on the, gotcha. the you know it wouldn't it won't necessarily just be a blow up, but it would be right there right before a blow up. Even though the situation might not even be that bad. Gotcha. But, um, right in the line for sure. It was it right becomes... in the line. It just it was it's it well, yeah, is I, difficult. I, I... I, I was just going to say, it becomes more so instead of chasing that first taste of success or that first win, it becomes chasing perfection. And like, right, right, as anyone right. out there knows, like you can't, you can't be perfect. Like perfectionists, they always have to work against that. Like, you know, it's the concept that you have to just be okay with what you were able to do, even though it's not perfect. And you know, that's, that's where those expectations kind of lead. It's like anything less than first, why did we even show up? Why do we, yeah, exactly. It's exactly. just a competitive nature that it's like, you know, we've built over time playing the game, right? That yeah. too. Of course. Yeah. I tasted that bottom echelon of like last place and then all of us have tasted first and i think know? that's sports specific like you know the the kind of 
pressure you'll feel uh, based off your achievement is more kind of like, you know, let's say Lewis, when he's getting up to like seven world championships. All right, well, now he's matching the greatest of the greats. So that's kind of, you know, that's their number that they're like, okay, you're really freaking good, man. Whereas like, you know, paintball, there's the the standard, the winning standard, if, you know, I'm using air quotes there, but it, it's for, you know, the teams like Dynasty, you know, in the early days who were like, yeah, we just won every event for like five years. We just won everything. Like the ones we didn't win is because we didn't show up. And like right. that, that set such a high kind of bar for people to be like, okay, if we want to be, you know, like one of the greats, we got to do something like that, which I feel like is just not, it's not feasible in today's tournament paintball just because the skill level has also come up. Right. I agree. You got to be a Titan to beat a Titan, you know? You can't just expect them to roll over. You got to. You just drop some, up, you know some anime in here, and I love that, Hutch. You know, <laughs> I didn't think of it until I until you said that now. And now I'm like, damn, Attack on Titan. What's up, Keith? All right, be honest. What's up? Be honest. What's up? <laughs> you, you, dab, you dabble in Attack on Titan? You ever heard I, of it? I, I know what it is. I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it now. Okay, okay. Uh, That's that a TV show where I love the boys, so. Okay. The boys. The boys is the boys is crazy. My friend is telling me. Oh man! All day. Yeah. Oh one. man, dude! I, I promise you, love the boys. That, okay. it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's the truth. Yeah, no, it's it's a dope show. I watched the first season. I haven't seen the latest one, so oh, man. I'm, I'm holding off. I'm but yeah, until you watch the rest, you're gonna be like, <laughs> this is this is just nutty. Yeah, they did some like just... crazy visual effects, which was the reason I got into it. And then, yeah, the story is just, it's absolutely insane. So yeah, I'm excited to go on that ride you. one of these days. Right. I'm definitely going to check that one out for sure. The boys. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Hard cuts like in three weeks on the podcast. But like, guys, have you fucking ever heard of the boys? Like, this is such a great yeah, yeah. show. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got thrown into it. My boy was like, then I was like, I guess I'll watch it. But I watched the whole season within like a couple weeks. It hooks you in the first, like, what is it, minute, 30 seconds? With the, That's right. So, Brando, you, so you've experienced the boys, Brando. A little bit. So, yeah, yeah. I haven't finished the first full season. But, uh, uh, yeah, it, when I saw it, I was like, whoa. All right, yeah. Let me yeah. watch a couple. I'm behind. Okay, it I got to check that out. Um, well, yeah, so, okay. I mean, stepping back into it, as you'll start to see, it's like, I'm good cop, or I guess bad cop. Hatch is good cop over there. He's going to bring in the randomness. I'll pull us back into paintball conversation. But, I, you know, we, we started talking out about the Impact Series there, but that's that's not the beginning of your career. You know, you were a paintball player before that, and I don't know how many people know that story. I, I personally don't, so I just was interested, you know, like, what was a little bit of that kind of your introduction into the game before you even got to that point? Um, So the, the, the start was just, you know, um, I got to the paintball gun for Christmas, so did like a bunch of friends in a neighborhood type of deal. So we literally went out, I think it was like the next day, you know, a couple weeks in, everyone's about it, and then they start to drop off. But I went out <laughs> to like, you know, that's just kind of how it goes, man. They just start to drop off. So I just started playing on my own, kind of, and my dad would take me to like a, starting like a field called Epic, and we just had dirt fields, but. It was what it was, but there were there were good players there. That was the other thing, though. There were already good players already there. So like me learning, the learning curve was just almost automatic. I went from young guns to D two. You know, like I went from playing yeah, against kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playing against kids into like straight up ECE back in the day, which was <laughs> East Coast Empire. Yeah. They were nasty. So like it, it just that's you know that's kind of my start and it just i wouldn't stop after it just you know 
Paintball it's very, that very bug that bites man. you. Yeah, there's something about this sport, and it's funny because the amount of times you ask someone how they start, the story will always trail off, and it will always end with, and I'm still here. Like, you well, know, for some reason, yeah. I keep coming back. Like, friends, friends that will go away for 10 years, and they'll be right back with a brand new TM40 in their hands, dude. Just like... <laughs> You just got to hear. He's like, yeah, yeah. I got. I made a bunch of money now, so yeah. I got a bunch of money to spend. <laughs> so that was, that's yeah, that's yeah. My wife's asking me to get out of the house, so you know yeah, I gotta sorry, do something. Man. I came back out to the field. Well, hell yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay, so it's yeah, wild. it was you know kind of the the rogue ball kind of dirt fields the, the the background of the game back uh i mean what what year was this do you kind of remember 2005 was like my first years and i went to world that world cup where Hitler was just running through on people and it was probably the biggest moment of, of paintball and, and you know what i mean like because i was like i was on the show watching it it was it was nutty but that's <laughs> like that's what's that's what sold me dude i was like i'm, I'm sold I can't say that I wouldn't think that I would have gotten to like the pro level, but I just didn't think it would ever really bring this to me. You know, like I I have made, you know, so much out of it between travels, you want to call the money, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I've made great life out of mm -hmm. you know my career that i've already had and i'm not done well, that's, yet that's, that's you know i mean one of my favorite quotes from maddie is the gifts of the game it's not necessarily monetary you know it's it's not gonna Correct. make you a, a six-figured you know guy it's not gonna help you out with stuff like that but you're gonna experience some things that i mean maybe you know only a handful of people ever will get to and uh yeah, that's yeah. something special too and one thing I just want to bring, just because I know it's just fresh in my head now that you say that, it's like I've been to Kiev, Ukraine, you know, mm -hmm. and like it's not there anymore. And yeah. like yeah. that's some stuff that like I think about now, and I'm like, dude, like how much is gonna, how much more is gonna change over and, time? You know what I mean? Like, I'm and like, it may sound I'm like, well, yeah, and it, it may sound crazy to the average person, but the reason you were there was to play a game where you shoot paintball. gelatinous balls at other people, right, and that's right, why you right, were in right, Ukraine, right, like right, that. And that's right. that's why this game is so special because it, it, it it's I mean it's it's massively global in that aspect, and yeah, no, that that was a great story. I mean. Yeah, it kind of blows my mind when you think about that. Like, you know, other yeah, guys who have really to explain, does. like, wow. pictures, why I'm traveling. I'm like, oh, dude. Oh, I'm shit, like, dude. I, I, go, I go on Reddit. And <sighs> so one of the other things I was pulling there from your story is, so you said 2005, that's your first year. Yeah. Man, you've been playing this game for 18 years. Like, you've it's gone from being time. a legit, like, you could be a child to being a legal adult in that time. Like, yeah. that's, I mean you've dedicated so much of your life to this game so that you know that's to me that that kind of says that's why you're receiving the things you're getting you know everyone always talks about like you know the people who are you know figures of the game like at this point maddie and rich have literally dedicated their whole adult lives to this game so that's you know right if if anyone should be receiving some benefit i would hope those guys would you know just for the pure you know time of their lives they've spent on it um so True pioneers you know of the game yeah absolutely <laughs> and plus it's like they they've been in the game for so long like seeing the the old videos of like maddie marshall in heroes for a day and stuff like that now seeing him 
the guy looks the guy the guy's way older dude it's it <laughs> honestly gets the point to where uh it's like nostalgic almost seeing the transition of watching this old paintball stuff and it's like man obviously i joined the game way later like in uh 2014 like 2013 2014 but even thinking about times back then way different now that PPL was a thing and now <laughs> the only real leagues there are like we got we have like the regional leagues and then the this... national is just the nxl right so right. we had psp in ppl you know just hey, a paintball being played back then that's for yeah. damn sure crazy yeah. man I mean, even as from like the media perspective of it, like I would love that too. Like having more opportunities where I could watch the top level guys like go out there and do shit. Cause I mean, I love going out to, you know, the field every weekend and grabbing, you know, footage of everyone who's there. But like, it's different when you're watching the top 20 dudes who want to win this match and are going out there and giving it everything. Like it's just a different level of footage. It's a different level of heart, emotion. Um, and it's, you know, that, it's nothing but exciting to be playing more tournament level at that level or tournament you know table what, at that level in the, in the finals you know it's like th there's two teams there has to be a winner and a loser there has to be triumph and there has to be heartbreak so you know that the the emotion the battle that's going on in that finals match is just real for everybody that's in it especially at the high level right they, want to be there. they spend so much time so much money to be there right to oh damn i spent <laughs> a lot of money on this shit it's uh i'm trying it not to think about that um but yeah so <laughs> so i mean jumping back into kind of your little bit of your history i mean we were talking about the impact side there so you know like you said about five years ago you moved back to damage so you know what was that transition like um you know you're, you're kind of coming back home quote unquote if you want to say so yeah coming back was uh it was you know you know it almost happened every year, almost, at one <laughs> point. You know, there was, there's always that want to go back to, you know, those are all my boys, dude. You know, since the beginning, they've kind of raised me up and taught me how to win. And, you know, not that, like, well, winning on impact taught me everything I needed to know about paintball, though. Mm -hmm. Like, as far as I'm concerned, like, I was like, okay, now I kind of know what I need to do and how I need to go about things and what we need to do as a team to be able to win these events consistently. You went from so, being, like, a bachelor's-level paintball player to getting your master it, and then you're, like, coming back, and now, yeah. It graduated me <laughs> yeah. up, you know what I mean? It definitely graduated me up. Put the and, practice um, and damage, you know? Right, right, right. So, I mean, but it was tough coming back because there were so many different things that obviously happened in four years, um, you know, between, you know, having a different coach and Joey wasn't there and, you know, some of the guys weren't quite as motivated as they are right now, you know, like right now, dude, everyone's locked in. It's like completely different. But like when I first showed up, it was like, because they weren't winning at the time, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, what's they, you know, they're, they're like, we, you know, we like playing paintball, but it's like, man, this isn't this isn't what, fun anymore. You what I'm used to, you know, like they're always used to winning. So, like, when they had those couple bad years, they're like, dude, like, what? This is mm -hmm. kind of like, yeah, no, I, I mean, is like, it like yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say that's a great point for like players who are new into the game. Like damage was, you know, one of those kind of succeeding winning franchises that you would see on the top of the podium, you know, maybe once or twice a year, depending on how good it was. And 
and it they did kind of have this fall from grace in the middle of the 2000s era so um, right. yeah i mean and it kind of makes sense you know you get to a point where you're not seeing the results and so you kind of become lazy and that in turn makes the results worse which then in turn kind of gives you less motivation and it kind of is that vicious cycle that pulls you away from it so yeah i mean it sounds like you were you know at least part of like a, a spark plug to kind of get that you know picked back up a little bit or you know kind of help change you know as jordan would talk about you know like a winning mentality like a winning culture you gotta even have that before you can even win Yep, and I think that's that's one of the things that we kind of did was we kind of changed the culture a little bit. When I came back, we picked up uh, a guy, Chris Horn here, who mm-hmm. is just a hard worker, you know what I mean? Like, that that changes everything. When you got a guy who's not leaving the field until they make him leave the field, you know what I mean? Like, it, it makes everybody else, and you, maybe you don't have to do that, but it makes you have to, you know, raise your level of play, you know, during those points in practice. Let's not just slack off or whatever. Let's mm. just finish it out strong. And, like, stuff like that really made Because you look over at Chris every point, and it doesn't matter beginning of the day, end of the day, middle 100. of the day. He's going 100. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. So you're like, God, this guy's going to make me look bad. Fuck. All right, not going to try. How can you not look at a guy and give a guy like that credit, you know? Right, because right, right. You're just working so hard. You're going to see it sooner or later. Right. And I convey is hard work. And whenever I see people where they're like, the talk oh yeah grinding every weekend it's like i know dude i'm at the paintball field every weekend you know it's like we know when you're there we know when you're really yeah. there right? <laughs> like you can't fool me i'm not there not enough weekends so i could be like oh damn maybe he showed up no 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 i'm there every weekend yeah around the paintball about around like capital edge and stuff like that it's like i know if you're there I we know, know how that is, man. We so, know how that especially is. when you, a, a fellow grinder recognizes it right game recognizes game absolutely that's when you start becoming more associated with that person. You start teaching them a little bit more. You get that more one-on-one interaction. And one thing that I wanted to ask you, Keith, uh, mm-hmm. which you have such a unique style of explosive play when it comes, cause that stuff's kind of hard to teach. How do you, so how do you break it down for people that, you know, obviously aren't a Keith Brown? How, how would, how do you break it down when it comes to uh, instinct in the game? Um, so like, the way that I really do teach is is more or less of I like to like make it at your own pace because if you notice like yeah I can run super fast in corner or whatever right but I may not always start there and that's based on like how I view the game and I feel like I can dictate my pace based on gunfighting communication whatever it is because all of that comes in the account you know what I mean because communication is definitely part of it. You know, if I don't have the guy behind me doing what I need him to do or him, you know, asking me what I need, then I'm not going to be able to, you know, produce. So, like, what I try to do is, like, teach those guys, you know, how to really... It's not about running to the snake on the break, dude. Mm-hmm. I want to see you do that one time. But after that, I like this, dude. Like, it's all about how do I make my way in there the hard way. You know, yeah, you know, sure. you know like, I just to teach like, okay, now you want to learn the hard way. You want to do the hard work. And that's one thing Dave always used to say is you want to do the hard work, dude. He's like, when you get in the snake, you want to crawl it. You don't stand up and run through. Like, it's just like stuff like that is like what you, what I try to teach is like, you take it at your own pace and then you'll be able to, you know, grow from that. Okay. I like that. Cause, um, I, I try to I try to uh, teach some of there's like the the DMG kids or whatever out there you know and some of them they ask me like what to do in certain situations and sometimes I'm just like man 
I don't know. I'm a crazy motherfucker. Sometimes I run through that shit. So right. it's a, little hard, a little hard to teach. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. Instinct. Exactly. Right. Yeah, well, it's like right. you can't teach yeah, spidey senses. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, I I feel him shooting high, so fuck it, I'm sending it low. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But and, yeah, I think that's a good point too. Is like those are the kind of intangibles that you just unfortunately you gotta be in a bunker and you gotta feel what paint going high is, so then you know when you can go low and like just gotta play paintball to pick up that stuff. But I do like the aspects you're saying of how, you know, breaking it down into like what helps that aggression, communication, information, like, you know, learning the, you know, the hard movements, the stuff that, you know, they're the stuff learning the parts of the layout that you're like, I hope I'm never out here, but I'm going to come out here and practice that way. If I am right. ever out here, I know at least how to get safe or, you know, maybe if right. I can even have like a risky ghost or something, you know, if we know some shit's going on. So, yeah, yeah it's there's so many different levels to the game. So, uh, no, it, and and it was funny you were talking about there you know your two specifically i would love to play paintball in front of most pro level twos because it makes the game so much easier like when you just you hear like kind of this this calm voice that's giving you info constantly and you know is there ready to help you out if someone's coming or some shit like wow it, it it is such an undervalued position in paintball i would say is the two i think i saw it on like a facebook post or something where it was a special shout out to all the twos because you know the ones take all the credit yeah absolutely valid. that is valid so, you know, the threes know. in the back unless just eating J-Rab, the dude unless you're j-rab he's, he's, oh, that's true unless you're j-rab, yeah, that's true. there you go you know what i mean everyone knows that he's frying people from the back so for sure j-rab j-rab just built different dude that's you right so, i don't know if this is true or not i heard this may be a rumor but keith you played on uh impact with him I heard the motherfucker has like something wrong with his eyes or something like a differently shaped eye to where that's what? how he can see the field differently. I don't know if that's a fucking rumor or not. That's what I heard like <laughs> oh, way yeah, back that, in the day. That's not true. Yeah, okay, I, okay, I feel okay. like you're getting punked, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> legitimately, that could be a legitimate thing. He would be so mad. He'd be like, "What fucking I ain't nothing wrong, dude." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually probably a good thing you didn't ask J Rab that question. Because he would have been like, "There's nothing wrong with my eye." Dude, I I heard he had like a condition where he had like supervision, and I'm like, "Damn, dude!" It's like one in like fifty thousand people have it, and I'm like, "Holy shit, dude!" The guy's fucking literally assembled. Dude, you fell for a YouTube troll comment, essentially. But he would still be like, "Dude, I never." now i know now i just now i just like sadly you know we're all camping now, so i just embarrassed myself but it's okay next time you're hitting fucked up eyes next time you're pitting for impact you gotta head over there and see if uh see if you can go ask you grab that question Brad, i'll need you behind him with the camera because you'll be the silent diesel. cameraman yeah he's on diesel, or, diesel now bro no 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 but that's what i mean that's why you'll be in the pits because oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. semi-pro player sorry buddy but uh okay. yeah you, you'll be I, over there I helping out and then you can go ask him that question one day one day i'll bring my little examining tool from one of my eye doctors give it to you so you can go look at his eyes real quick oh, <laughs> oh, we got you yeah we have actual surgical technician to- tools like in the building like is he good is his eye left <laughs> Dude, he would, like he would kick shirt. us out. I gotta put on like a ghost board shirt. Be like, dude, it's for the interview, dude. This documentary is gonna save you, you know. And he'd be like, okay. And he's like, let me see your eye really quick. And we're just like <laughs> super close on his eyes. Like, this is a weird interview, bro. This is different. <laughs> this is different. He's like, they're getting so, it close. Yeah. We're yeah, conducting bro. tests for now. All right. Well, so okay. Uh, the other next thing I had going, you know, trying to transitioning through the years. So, like you were saying, 
damage was kind of at that low part when you were kind of coming back and i don't want to say low but you know kind of maybe not as the the peak high that they were trying to be and you know you came back in i wanted to ask what was it that you think has changed over those course of years that bring damage kind of back up into that okay they are a late sunday team like we're we're you know not expecting to see them but it's like hey if we see them in the semifinals it's not at all a weird thing if we see them in the finals they have a very real chance to win it hell it comes mm-hmm. down to one-on-one overtime jacob's gonna go out there and win it like and That's he's done right. that twice yeah. now within a year which is crazy so it's you know you guys are really in the conversation you're at the table so i guess from your perspective what has been the changes from when you started with them to now um i think we needed to learn how to regel. um that was one thing when i came back it wasn't an instant like i played bad when i came back so that you know that didn't help gotcha <laughs> and um you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Have to, you get fried, and you're just like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, shit. For sure. When you get the new guy on the team, and meanwhile, they're like, did you just win that. like seven really? events in a row? Like, like what? Yeah. Like, first event back, like, I played Vegas. That's trash. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just trash. And, uh, but I picked it up throughout the year, but also that, that came from, you know, getting Joey. I always give Joey a lot, a lot of credit. You know, people, you know, have their, they don't like Joey, but Joey works for me. So <laughs> Joey's my boy, dude. And uh, yeah, I like his style. That's what I mean. And then nobody keeps it real. And this, that, that'll make you better. As if dude, nobody, he's not beating around the bush. He's like, you messed up here. You messed up here. Like, this, that's where we lost. And it's like, okay. And that's how we fix things. Yeah, that's that's was, a good point because there was like, a time, Ryan, this last weekend. Yeah, where yeah I was we were like, talking about I was this. Like, yeah. I was like, Ryan, am I too intense, bro? Like, am I just like being a fucking asshole? And we at we he sat down and basically told me, you know, there's a fine line between you know just yelling and yelling to the point to where they disconnect and they don't hear what you're saying. They're just like, I don't want to hear this guy yelling. Right, right, right. So I'm trying to find that line because obviously, how do I say it? And well, so to kind of help you out with that point, like it's not even so the yelling, it's like because guys like Patch, they're dude, it's passion. Like, goddamn, this dude loves the game of paintball, and so when he's out there playing it, he's fucking hyped up. So when that comes out, is like, bro, why did you fucking mess up? Like, come on, man. Like, I'm trying to make this ha-. like to you, you're just amped up, you know, because the game's going on and all that shit. Whereas then your teammate hears that and they're like fuck that dude i do not care what he has to say because that's the first thing they're hearing it's just instantly hitting you like this aggressive nature and you know that's kind of what i was trying to say is like for you it's a good thing because you're being passionate for the other person it's a bad thing because they're like oh like you know why you getting mad at me bro i fucked up Mm -hmm. my bad like they don't even have the time to say anything you already know there's a time and a place and there's a way of going about it and there's a certain words that you can say to certain people you know, that's a good I mean, point so too because everyone's you can different literally say whatever bro like you can you can literally cuss them out you can tell them they're garbage and they'll pick it up the next point you can you can tell yep. the next person that and dude they'll just shut the same. yeah he'll shut you down he won't talk to you anymore he's gonna go out there and get blasted in the face in the first gunfire like there's definitely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. different ways of going about it so i hear you on that i hear you yeah. on that you can't, you can't, you can't not be you though. So, yeah, because it's like it's that awkward, it's that awkward line where it's like you're you're striving for for perfection, but obviously that's unrealistic. Yeah, but 
you always want to try to make the point more and more crispy, but you know, it just can't. It, that always can't be a thing. You, you know? say you say it can't be, but it, it can be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> that's how I look at it, and that's that'll take you a long way, bro. I'm telling you. Sweet. Just, just no. You know what I mean? Like it's not perfect until I feel like it's perfect. That's what I'm saying. Because sometimes I'm like, you know, we did good. We won the point. But I feel like we could have slowed it down and made sure like we didn't lose a unnecessary body, stuff like that. That's stuff that definitely can be talked about all the time, in my opinion. And I yeah. sh- it should be. You should be like, dude, no. Yeah, yeah, we won, but homeboy are real stupid. Like, that's not my fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, hurts, it hurts them. It hurts the team if I don't say it. Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's a great way because, I mean, Keith, you've been playing in the pro side for a long time, but like, I mean, Hatch, you jumped up from D3 last year. Now you're playing semi-pro. And so, you yeah. know, for you guys, you're trying to learn not just the, like, how to win paintball. You're trying to learn the, like, how to win high-level, like, has to be somewhat perfect paintball. Because, yeah, it does. I mean, it does. you know, now, okay, so now the two big guys in your division, Blast Camp, Fit, like, they're Those guys what, are just next yeah, level. They just, it's you like know, semi-pro, and then there's Blast and Fit. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, They've yeah, raised yeah. that level. Yeah, so, like, right. if you guys even want to compete, well, you can't be doing, you know, like, sloppy mistakes, like, sending an extra body or some shit. Like, it's, you know, those little things have to be adjusted from the start to even start to then catch up and then eventually, you know, maybe overcome or, you know, you know, yeah, just show that you were able to progress and become better. It's like, I feel like a single mistake sometimes can really turn a, say, if you're in a five on two and they shoot one guy. Then it makes a move, sneaks sneaks into the snake, shoots another guy. Then it's just a clusterfuck of unfortunate events. Yeah, this uh, point that should have been in the bag is now no longer and, in the bag. You can literally win that point, and just because of what happened can trickle down later and be something way worse. Exactly. So, so yes, you're definitely right about that. I've seen it happen, dude. I've, I coached a couple weeks ago at the MVPS, dude. We won the match, but... In the very first match, this guy on the other team somehow runs on the dribble side in a five-on-three and shoots four of us. Oh, Jesus. And, like, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, maybe he cheated by the time he got to, like, the third person. <laughs> but I'm like, there's no way he should have even gotten that far. Yeah. And these are the words that I literally told my team. And then the same things happened later, though. That was the thing. It, like, literally happened again. Like, the same things. We were, like, up on bodies, and this guy just decided, I'm just going to run down the Dorito side. And he would dump them bad, and I'm like, I'm like, like there's, there's, there's some kind of disconnect here. Like, we gotta so, communicate. Like, I feel we like, even though that kid lost the game, Mary. he fucking won in his head, man. Yeah. He, he won. He and was then, the winner. I told, I told them that, too. I said that word for word, too. I said, that kid's going away up in his chest. He's so he happy. Lost, he lost zero to three. And he was <laughs> tight. He is hot. He just got that's a the one time we're in through, bro. Like that feels good. I don't care if you lose or not, bro. Like, I just feel bad for the next teams he's playing. You know, he's that's right. Up. He's like, he's yeah. That was his first game. It was like seven in the morning, bro. He's chilling. He's like, you know what? So it's a double-edged sword because he's either going to go out and have like the supreme level of confidence the rest of the day or he's going to go out and just have false confidence and just get shit on all day. So it's one or the other. I feel like you're going to get a, a, you know, a, 
polar opposite uh, type you know situation. It just turned into just a triple effect of the same issues, and I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know where to go here, but we got to fix that. So I got to yeah. put them on that. Going little mistakes. Little mistakes do start to add up. What team were you coaching? Uh, Heat Wave. They're playing D4 here. Okay. Yeah. Shout they they do pretty well, man. They just, uh, we just make some mistakes in the end, and it costs us. And I don't want to see them get shot like that, though. Oh, That's yeah. Right. You know, when they get shot up like that, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> These guys are burning you in the back, dude. That's not cool. You never want to see your boys take it in the back. You, you know? never want to see your guys get burned in the back, dude. You're like, no. Especially when you see the guy coming. No it's like, just like, you know, it's like, ah, yikes. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, no. It's still like car crash man. you see coming. Dude. You're like, no. I have oh, to watch. Man. Yeah, I have to. But he is just giving it to us. Just, just six, seven, eight. So a mini hatches out there just dropping the hammer. Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, so so Keith, if you don't know, Hatch has been in paintball jail. Is it two times or is it only one time, Hatch? Twice. It's like one and a half. It's like one and a half. Okay. For putting people away. For uh, one of them was so one actually went to paintball jail. The one I actually went to paintball jail for wasn't even overshooting. It's like okay. Keith, you play with the guy, Jacob Edwards. When the guy runs down a guy, fucks him up, gives him the good old stare down. Basically, did that, and I got a, and I got a gross major for it. Uh, what, what division were you playing? D three. What is that bullshit? <laughs> Come on. It's openly taunting <laughs> in D three. <laughs> but but wait, where, how far were you away from him when you were giving him the stare down? I bunkered him, so obviously I'm close. You were <laughs> looking right down on him family. over the top. I, I gave him, I gave him like Look, one to like defense. I, I don't know? agree. You should have gotten paintball jail, but at the same time, yeah. it's one of those moments. Yeah. It's hard to defend you. It's like, bro, if you yeah, saw yeah, that look, like that one. They probably had like a like a, a red check mark over my name because I, the point before that, I just fucking fried a guy in the middle. He was just <laughs> yeah. looking the other way. And I just see that him context up. hurts yeah. worse too. Yeah, well, no, he wouldn't. Get, he wouldn't move. The guy wouldn't move. You know, sometimes, dude, it happens in pro all the time. They're like. I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna slow the game down. Let me get out a little slower. I'll take the extra pain. Fuck it. So I'll yep. take a couple extra for my boys. My favorite is the dudes yeah, doing that and then complaining about it. I always love yeah, that. Yeah, that's true I... too. That happens. It is what it is, bro. When every when five people are shooting 10.5, sometimes you get right in that sweet spot where then everybody get off the field. <laughs> like that's my thing. Like, bro, if you're gonna stand there in your bunker just and out. then like what yeah. why are you shooting me bro like dude then just leave the playing field you're out <laughs> I, try to jog, I try to jog off fast i'm like i'm not trying to get blasted too hard dude so yeah, I, I know just, better yeah Keith, i know better you because you, 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 you play with one uh i mean I, I love rain man but uh yeah he can he can give it out every now and then just depending rain on the right man, moment definitely. Absolutely, absolutely but absolutely. i will say this i feel like rainy does it as part of his mental game that he plays because I feel yeah, he, without a he doubt, does it for him too. For sure. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> he does it for him too. Like what he did against DMG. He got like when uh, he shot Dylan Boyum right yeah. in the face. Got him the talk. Got a minor. It, it like it's a legitimate that was, thing. Uh, that was actually a great moment I had on camera for the Rebirth series. It's like right in there, but literally, yeah, like. Debo's dead, so can't talk, and the whole time Randy's just talking shit, talking shit, talking shit, and eventually Dylan, you just know, Dylan, he's gonna say something, and he's like. Are you gonna fucking let him do that? And then the ref, yellow flag. And it's like, like yeah, Randy yeah, got I what he wanted. Like, yeah. So it's uh, you know, that's 
that's a different level to play paintball and i mean don't get me wrong he's got a nasty shot and he you know he knows what he's doing out there but that's also you know kind of the way he's coming to the table he's trying to get in your head he's trying to make you you know get off your kilter before you're even on the box dude yep, i actually a have a funny mental. story about rainy i have a funny story about rainy so when i first got into paintball right this is like i think my second event ever it was like 2014 uh rainy i don't know who the fuck he's playing for at the time probably impact um I'm obviously with my mom, right? I'm like, hey, mom, look at the new <laughs> shit over there. I'll take that T-shirt, right? Shout and she's out, like, sure, let's go get it. Yep, shout out to the mom. And uh, my mom drops like a $100 bill out of her pocket. And Rainy comes up and he's like, you dropped this. You know, he could have been a scumbag, but shout out to Rainy, dude. All right, all right. Good, right. good guy credit good right there. So, that, so that's, what, that's a little thing where I'm like, you know, I like Rainy. No matter good what man. he is. There's always that moment that he's, I can always he's say. He's a truthful Rainy's man. For. <laughs> so... It's usually the guys who like like being deceptive are usually the most true. Like you know, he plays poker. He just deceives people over there. That's where he gets out of his system. That was, that was good karma for him, dude. That's how he won a couple more bucks, you know. <laughs> that hundred bucks was nothing compared to what he probably won given that back. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. We have like a we have like a thing on our team where, uh, damn it, what were we doing? It's like it's like we bet, Brando. You know what I'm talking about? Did you just uh, bring up a topic and then not know where to go with it? I, I lost my train of thought. You know me, bro. The goldfish yeah, brain. Yeah, that oh, happens. Damn it. Someone, uh, one of our comments, Keith, called him a squirrel with a shiny Ooh. object trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Literally is me. That's the, that's <laughs> the hard part, bro. Just look it's at his like, eyes and you'll see it's true. So It's like what I thought J-Rab had wrong with his eyes, I have wrong with my fucking brain. So <laughs> Jesus, man. All right. Here. So. Hey, we, we still love you, Hatch. It's okay. That's funny. I truly thought, thought J-Rap was assembled differently. Well, yeah, speaking of, uh, of, I don't know, I was trying to make some transition, but, uh, you know, getting into the, the digital side of paintball, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, kind of the, the stuff going on with Infinite Paintball. Um, I mean, obviously, you've been jumping into that plane a little bit. Um, you know, just what's your perspective on it like? You know, everyone's probably heard ours. We've talked about it a couple times on the show, but, like, you know, you're pro guy you know who has a little bit higher level experience you've been playing paintball for a long time what's your take on the game well i think he's doing a really really good job i mean it's only one one guy right mm-hmm. ethan yep. yeah ethan. on it so uh he's doing an incredible job the game is is very fun he uh he just did that that update um the improvements that he's done so far are great yeah. um yeah i'm just you know it's just we need more people on it man people need to really recognize like how good it actually is so i'm excited to see where it's gonna go from from here yeah man did you ever play like uh dpb back in the day or anything like that like uh the old versions okay so you yeah little familiar with like digital for with all the paintball games okay Mm -hmm. um what would you say your, your favorite one was like back in the day Probably be. I mean, I played DPB was good, but I didn't have a computer like really at that time. I had like Xbox, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So oh, you were an Xbox guy growing up, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then I know, like my Xbox friend, and then I was a PC guy for a couple of years, and then, yeah. you know, but I just had a good PC. I just had some dog, some dog <laughs> shit, you know, like. Yeah, you got the job done at least. <laughs> yeah, but I, say, I don't know. My favorite game would probably be Greg Hayson's, probably Max. 
Okay. Like, yeah, yeah Max is, is a lot of fun. There's a lot of familiar faces made, in it. You make your own fields, dude. Fire. Yeah. Really? Was there? Bad, that had a, a leaderboard on there for the longest time, and I was not 10 or something. It was fun. <laughs> that was a game that was fun. It's the competition, man. I was going to ask because I think like I've heard there there was like a pretty big like Xbox live scene for the game back in the day and stuff like that. So was online play like something you guys would jump into? It was huge. It was huge. It was game battles. And uh, okay, so we had GBs going. All right. Yeah, no, no, no. That was legit. Like there was over like 100 competitive players, you know what I mean, on game battles on that. They were like active. Okay. So that, that game was fun, and then it, it was it was it was pretty well made, and I think it gave you everything you kind of needed, you know, at that time. But now with Infinite, I mean, this is just taking it to the next level. Yeah, it's it's kind of refining that. Mm-hmm. I definitely would. I agree with you, Ryan. Refining the whole online aspect of you know probably. You probably couldn't get anywhere near as smooth as it is now, right? Like probably back then on like a an Xbox, right? Now I feel like everything, the ping's still pretty. The ping's pretty good, you know. Really, smooth. yeah, like Netscape for the game and stuff. That yeah. always gets easier, you know. Just as internet gets better every year, connections yeah, every get second. better. It's, I mean, yeah, stuff like that always helps out. I just like I, I'm impressed with the fact, dude. It's just one dude. Like that's the thing that's that always I'm stands just, out to me because yeah, like sure. Greg Hastings Max was. Like, my guess was probably made by a team of, like, 30 to 50 people. Um, and then there was probably right. some more people on the publisher side who helped out. So when you compare, yeah. like, the amount of man hours they had to compared, like, to what he's had to create something that's obviously not the same, but similar, it's very similar. Dude, it's crazy. Like, you know, it's, it's awesome even to see the update. Like you mentioned, Keith, like, added in the buzzer system, added in, you know, some new cosmetics, a new player model, all that type of stuff. Like, you know, the little kind of icing on top is starting to get uh, added into it. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. People need to jump in. Uh, you know they what my can... favorite icing is, Brian? What, what's that? your favorite icing? Dude, is when you're like shooting and you're like walking away from someone, you can hear the faintness of like the paintball marker going away. I like I that in the new update. That's, that's a cool little detail, you know? Mm. As a guy who yeah. plays Red Dead, I like the details, you know? Little, yeah, little, yeah, you can bonus ball people now. It's great, man. That does feel fun. You just keep getting hit markers. Gosh darn it, dude. And I'm just unloading on that guy. Yeah. That's a good time, man. Yeah, the new animation is uh, fun. Uh, something I teased earlier on in the show, and I guess we'll explain that now. In the infinite like paintball universe, there's the IXL, which is kind of a, a kind of competitive scene for it a little bit. Um I say kind of because everything's just like up in the air and thrown together. So I don't know. It's one of those things. We'll see what happens with it. But uh, what ended up happening was Keith and uh, I guess names people would know Ronnie and like a couple other of your guys' friends from, you know, your own gaming discord. were trying to get a, a, you know, a team in the league and they were going to like shut you guys out. Or I think there was like too late of an entry deadline or something. And so essentially, since I already had one, uh, like I didn't have a roster, but I had a registered slot. I was like, so you guys just want to play on from the sidelines. So yeah, you guys jumped on, uh, you guys have absolutely been killing it. Shout out to brick, shout out to Jovi, shout out to all the guys over there who are just, I mean, not losing a game ever. I don't think we've won. We haven't lost a map in a best of three yet. Nope. They just started doing best of five now, which is pretty cool too. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so now, yeah, okay. 
That'll be more impressive when we win those in best of three numbers. Right. So now they're like actually starting to count them. They're being. They've restarted the season because it was getting they, out of control. They've restarted it like three times, I want to say now. And every uh-huh. single time it's been us at the top with a number in the win column and a zero in and the loss column. They're doing a lot. They got like. There's what? There's, well, I can probably see. Oh, there's two, refs in, there's two refs in there right now. You know, like these guys are serious. They're plotting against us, man. They're no joke, man. No, I like it a lot. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I just, the one thing I feel bad because we do beat up down people so bad <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> but they, you know, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of fun, man. Like, don't get too upset. Like, you know, you gotta play us because we're part of the league. It is what it is, dude. You're just and dominating it, right now. You guys just so happen yeah, to have good mouse and keyboard dude. skills and good paintball IQ. Yeah, so what? You know, right. like yeah. so like we're gonna help you. You're gonna get better. And yeah. can beat up a little bit. You probably know this. There's probably a lot of pros that you could put on a keyboard and mouse and they would go into it and be okay, but not That's be right. as good as like, you know, you or Ronnie or you know, some of the other guys over there. Just because right. like I don't know, like, I think it's outnown out there. You're a COD gamer. I, you know, you've been on the sticks for other things as well. But, uh, but yeah, so it is kind of interesting. There's that mix of both, not only having the understanding of paintball and how that works and, you know, where people would go and all that stuff, but then also the, like, well, I know how to move and, and use this really well. So that helps. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Valorant definitely helps, dude. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you, you have Valorant. Yeah, what, what you know about that? Cue this up. See, see, like, listen, I used to play a lot of and then I didn't, I didn't play for an entire year, and then last year I come back from Dallas, and I'm like, man, some new stuff came out. Let me go see what's up. Yep. I click into my account, load in. You've been banned permanently. What? What? <laughs> I did not expect that. Yo. What? I was expecting that. Like, okay. So, so, so what happened? My main account got hacked by some dude, and then I looked it up on the tracker, and he was just going crazy. <laughs> what a guy, bro. So, Swaggy K23 was in, in Morgan Robbie's just dropping 31 bombs on people. <laughs> like, spin button these wow. kids. God dude, damn. Like, damn, dude, he's going crazy, bro. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my account back like, twice now, and they they just they were like, no, it was you. And I'm like, dude, can you look at the IP? Because obviously it wasn't me. Because, I mean, <laughs> like, I live in America, so an Indian IP an should not match up. Like, <laughs> it's just somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, there's, dude, like, this guy's using Swaggy K. He's using my name. Dude, yeah. Does Ryan like, think that you, like, took a boat to, like, the middle of the Tunisian seeds to like go like grind some you know Val lobbies or some shit. So so fuck you mentioned Jovi. Jovi is a Valorant coach for uh evil geniuses. For That's the right. Challengers team, correct? Um I'm not sure. I okay. never had the the girl is coaching right now, so I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I think that's or game changers, I think that's what it's called. It, Riot okay. has some funky There's name like for two it, but yeah, or something. Okay, yeah, okay, something okay. like that. But yeah, so essentially, yeah, I mean, that's kind of dope. Like, yeah, to so me, I have him on the case stuff. He's trying oh, to get okay. Yeah, because he would actually have like someone at Riot who he could talk that's to. Right. 
That's right. right. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm see. I'm trying to come back, dude. I miss the game, dude. It's so much fun. It's just so a good like game. Got a Smurf. I mean, I have a, I have a bunch, but damn, you know, like, we don't mention dude, the names because we don't want Riot to come out of the woodwork. You go and start playing with your friends, and then you just notice that it ain't gonna happen this way. And then, you, and then you, you then you get AK. All of a sudden, you're yeah. an iron. And... Dude, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan knows my story about that, dude. I have some, me and me. I have one other friend, Logan, and me and him out of our entire friend group are just different breeds of right. Valorant players. Mike and, is up right, there too, nasty. but yeah, you guys are yeah the top two, I would say. So now we gotta carry our friends that are kind of duty Asperg. So you know, yeah. yeah. Shout out Man, one of the the original hosts of the show, Austin, but uh, AK. He uh, he's just hard stuck bronze. I don't I don't oh think he'll ever God. get better. It's just watching <laughs> his gameplay. What you say? Like that? <laughs> oh my God! It's just it's bad. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I can't wait to clip that and send oh, that to him. That's gonna be amazing. Oh, but shit. um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, bro. So, all right, where would you put your rank then? You know, for all those gamers out there, what would, what would you say you are? You know, you're a silver gamer, you I mean, gold, you getting an immortal, or no, 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 I was diamond like every. So okay. what kept happening? I was like literally like four or five server counts. What happened is we get to my normal almost rank every single time, and my friends would stay around quiet one, yeah. or, you know what I mean. So I would just make another one. Yeah, like, dude, that's crazy. Try to like, yeah. None of those accounts are fucking hacked. Yeah, with the only name you care about, you're like, you didn't take the one that's, yeah. Oh my god, dude. That's how I see you in your friend's lobby just dominating the like. That's fine. You can have that one. You can have that one. This guy just gifted, gifted gamer. Gifted gamer. I want it back, dude. I want to play again. That game is so much fun. I just don't see myself. Like, every time I go to play again now, I'm just like, you guys robbed me. <laughs> so he took like, all my skin you... money and I don't get it back. I'm like, see us go. I forgot the skins, bro. The skins. I want to say $200 and this was only in fucking season one, dude. Oh, God. I was like, oh, my God, dude. No way. No way. That's like my biggest fear. I got some pretty decent Valorant skins and I'm like, Holy shit, bro. Or like some of the people with like these CS skins that are worth like a thousand dollars. That's one of my biggest regrets, bro. Is so when I stopped playing CS in 2016, sold. I sold my inventory. Yep. Yeah. Bro, I lost out on literally like thousands of dollars. Like it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. The amount that like these like yeah, so like I had a, a butterfly uh D pat, like forest D pat in kind of good shape. Dude, it went from like two hundred dollars to where I bought it to like it's like at a grand now. Like it's it's yep. just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, like you could have you could have resold it at, at that yes, price? yes. Like people have bought it at that price, like around it's aging similarly. like fine wine, bro. CS2 well, and is aging like fine wine. The main reason is because CS2, they announced that you'll be able to bring skins over. So right. if you have something For in the sure. old one, then you can have it in the <laughs> new one. Um, so now those skins are now valuable again because people, you know. And that's the cool thing with CSGO skins too. They are finite. So like you can have so many versions of, you know, like a, a, a 
Oh, uh, what's the Latino one? Yeah, like something crazy, like a Dragon Lore or something like that. But so many ones that will have like a different float value where there's a certain little scratch that's different or it's not completely yeah, perfect. Battle, battle or, damage, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah or you also have the, the you also have the like uh the like uh the like fades, so like the marble fades, the like oh, yeah, chroma yeah, yeah. key like uh knives that will like uh, I think there was one I heard of recently. It was like a butterfly that's like a, an emerald fade. So it's a green fade, which is apparently is like a, there's five Rare. that have ever been Holy made like shit. that. And it's like a 30 grand knife. Dude, pixels I in the screen. Like, dude, you just like, oh, yeah. you got a new cop, you got to have a new car. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have pictures, nobody would believe you. If you didn't have screenshots, nobody would believe you. I mean, it's no, in your you inventory. Like, yeah. yeah. You just go boom. I'd be, I'd be, like, all be like, I just pulled, I just pulled an emerald karambit. Be like, no, you didn't, bro. It's like, that's <laughs> when I share my screen. It's like, picture taking us happen, for uh, You're taking us out for dinner, right? <laughs> Drinks on you? Right. Yeah. Dude, would you hold on to it and try to curb more value over time? or what, what, I would what wait would until CS2 do? comes out, at least, because then that'll be the hypest when the active player base. Now, granted, if that goes for, for like animals. 10 years, then I don't know. But like, at some point, yeah. you got to take profit, right? Come on. Isn't that the point? I mean, you on know? that, I mean, on that, you just, I mean, whatever, right? Yeah, it's Maybe a free, we'll just, uh... you paid what, <laughs> like $5 for the case? Like, right. Yeah, you just like take it. For the key, 250 for the case, yeah? Yeah. Seems about right. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. it's a scam. They know what they're doing. They're like, oh yeah, like, none of us that. here will ever get one of those knives. Yeah, but now like, we probably just sent half our audience. And they're gonna go buy CS:GO skins now. So goddamn it! If you subscribe Don't to the Patreon, kids. that if you subscribe to the Patreon, that's how we get our CS:GO cases for our funding. <laughs> no, you know that's saying? not. No, I that's wish. not. I, <laughs> I want to definitely wish. say that that's not what that money goes to. <laughs> I wish. But, yeah, guys, know. so I appreciate your support. We're just going to be buying CSGO cases with it, so uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Like, the Dude, most selfish if, reason. You know, I wonder if we opened up one case. What if we did get something crazy? What if we did? Maybe we should do that. Just get one. Dude. But that's the, how the addiction starts. That's how it starts. God, yeah, Dude, like, is, we're, yeah, we're going to, like, add it onto the show, <laughs> and then it's going to be this weekly bit people ask for. Like, hey, you guys like, opened the, the case? case? The like, case? yeah. Oh, like, and then oh, God, people are fans of the case openings, not even the podcast. It's it's a whole slippery slope, like you said. Yeah. So, but Val, you like Val Keith? You're, you're a Val <laughs> yeah. guy. Um, we got. I gotta get back, dude. I'm... Hell yeah! I'm like, I'm like high. I'm, I'm averaging like diamond one, plat three. I'm like yep. constantly falling back in and back. Uh, yep. You know, I ain't the best, but I ain't the suckiest. That's for sure. I ain't the shittiest. For out of sure. Best. I feel <laughs> like, like for, yeah. Past, past like diamond, it's essentially. Do you get lucky, like in the lobbies that you get into slash like like that's where you really have to start just grinding out hours and understanding every little feasible bit of the game but i feel like you know the guy who plays let's say you know four or five times a week can get to diamond and like you know comes home after his job and plays a couple games you know like stuff like that i feel like though that is where that like level kind of stops though and obviously you're gonna have the outliers who just you know are naturally gifted like dude there's guys i don't even get it like they're just so good at any game they ever pick up it's it's crazy I'll be playing. I'll be playing in my game. I'll be like, "Yo, this guy short. This guy short." Then all of a sudden, it's like this jet getting like a 4K. Then he's like, "Oh God, I'm getting my ace." And it's like a 10 year old, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, what the hell? Yeah." Oh, like, bro, fucking 10 year olds running my lobby right now. I gotta get out. I better leave. But you don't get his reaction time is like tenth of a millisecond. Yeah. So like he just sees everything. Gifted gamer. Yeah. 
Well, all right, guys. So we uh, we're gonna break it up a little bit here, and I'm gonna give us some more information about our, our wonderful sponsors out there. We got Liquid IV. We were talking about them on or earlier on in the show, um, but they are a, uh, a hydration multiplier. So think of it, you know, similar to your sports drinks, your Gatorades, your Propels, your body armors, your stuff like that. Um, they have three times the amount of electrolytes that you'll find in most of those drinks. Um, they've got vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Um, they do have the sugar version, uh, which has about, I want to say it's about 45 calories or so per packet. Um, they did just come out with their sugar-free formulation. Uh, and we talk about this every episode now. But yeah, if you're out there, you're doing keto or, you know, you're uh, maybe a diabetic or something like that, you need to watch your sugar levels. This is a great product to do that and still stay hydrated. Um, so head over to liquidiv.com. Uh, you can check out all the great flavors there. They got lemon, lime, guava, watermelon, passion fruit, strawberry, pina colada, white peach, grape. I mean, if you name it, they have a flavor for it. So head over there, check those out. Use, uh, like I said, promo code uh, mafia underscore Moffitt. That's going to get you the 20% off as well as free shipping over there. So uh, thank you to our friends over at Liquid IV. We appreciate your support. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I drink it every week. It's great. Tastes awesome. Helps keep you hydrated mm -hmm. when you're out at drink the hot field because it has been a hot summer. And one oh, of the ways yeah. we've stayed hydrated during that, or hydrated, energized during that summer is Nectar Energy. Uh, we appreciate them as well. Little uh, pouch. Um, so if anyone out there's uh, seen like uh, Zin, Snus, products like that, it is similar in shape and kind of form. Uh, but the principle of it is completely different. There is no nicotine. There is no tobacco. Um, this is a product that just contains caffeine as well as a neurotropic um Cognizine Cytocholine. I think I actually pronounced it correctly this week, so I'm I'm proud of my pronunciation on that. Um, they've got nice. their two great flavors, uh, iced mango and fresh mint. Um, the main focus for this product is just to be kind of that energy drink replacement to help kind of get you pepped up and energized without uh, that, you know, overly sugar rush that you usually have, which then leads to that crash, or even just, you know, way too much caffeine, which can also kind of lead to crash-like symptoms uh, sometimes. Um, but, you know, they're just a great little kind of, you know, product you can throw in your pocket you can grab it out whenever you need it i know like hatch usually uses it on his ride home from the field Helps keep him awake and ready to go during that uh brando have you used it during surgery yet i have a couple times yeah i've put it underneath it. my mask <laughs> there's yeah, no way you're nice. allowed to there's no way you're allowed to technically it's under I, mean, his mask. I mean hypothetically i would put it underneath my mask hypothetically <laughs> Yo, just open mask, just like suck it on something in the middle of yeah. surgery. I don't <laughs> think like that'll work. Drop it in their rib cage. You're like, oh. <laughs> uh, so sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so don't don't use nectar internally. Uh, I don't. I shouldn't have to say that. Don't use it. Don't drop it into someone's rib cage if you're doing surgery. Any of those things. But you can head over to nectar n e c t r dot energy slash mafia productions where you're gonna get the buy two get one free coupon as well as free shipping. Uh, you can also get some more information if you want that over there as well. So head over to Nectar Energy. We appreciate them as well. Thank you for coming on to the show. And uh, just a, one more quick reminder. Got to show it to you guys. Just ah, media series band can be up for grabs for one of you guys, for one of our lucky patrons. So mm -hmm. we support all of our wonderful uh, patrons over there. But yeah, um, jumping back into the show tonight uh we have a couple more kind of topics to go over we actually have some video topics to go over so i'm kind of excited Hell about yeah. that uh one that kind of splits kind of the the world of paintball and everything else that uh i did want to get some uh input on and i'm actually going to drop this into the chat keith so if you want to check this out real quick but the quote i thought of when i saw this was uh we found the airsoft version of hatch so i'm gonna drop the clip Whoa. in here to the podcast uh. to the podcast real quick so you guys want to see that, that was cool. 
Oh, <laughs> the walk off. I got it. You better keep running that shit. There, that just dropped in chat, so Keith, you can go check that out. But uh, just absolutely savage execution, um, which brought up a couple things. Um, a, I mean, nice kill, dude. Nice job. But B, uh, it is kind of crazy to me to see airsoft players wearing tiger wear and a dye headwear mask and seeing a lot of stuff that we have from, you know, our quote-unquote sport is kind of making its transition over there, especially with HK now, you know, actually making you know airsoft, airsoft dedicated yeah, products airsoft. yeah um and so we saw you know ronnie and chad went over to play on you know in the some airsoft event over there i'm not fully sure which one that was um you know what what's kind of your thoughts on on everything that's going on with that keith um i think it was pretty cool that uh they went out there basically paid for it and made it sweet so um i um airsoft that I think it's cool, but what Ronnie was telling me was um, it pretty much goes off an honor system, even like their competitive league, mm -hmm. which is kind of not it, right? Yeah. Like, when people cheat paintball and I was going to say, we, we see how that works paintball here. And like, dude, if I'm shooting you and you're not getting out, then what are we really doing? And that's you know, what he was saying. And he's like, dude, he's like, you come out, you snap this kid clean, and he's just just out just nope. shooting at you You're like yeah what? so so it's he funny like, he oh. also said this um he said if you say get him out that's a penalty what i swear that's what he said I feel like you just so can't you can't even, like, like react to someone getting hit or something that makes no sense dude like what also, like, dude, if you, that, if you put to that, get him out, that's a penalty. Dude, if you put that what? penalty into paintball, half of like an XL tournament would just be dudes getting showed off for that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even be able to look at a guy because every time I look yeah, at him, yeah, that's part I'm of saying, the game. Like, out, hey, get him the fuck out. Like, it's just there's a reason. There's a reason why soft is in the air in airsoft. That's true. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like what? Damn, Brandon Honestly, dude, comes in for the execution, doesn't say anything, shows up for that. Honestly, dude, my favorite airsoft clip is that one, you know, the one that I just dropped, the good old-fashioned, he burnt my patch. Yep, That's this, the fucking, uh, that is the I'll, greatest I'll fucking clip add ever, Add that bro. in here as well. That's like the most oh. iconic airsoft video ever, almost. All the way around. He burned my patch. Hey, he burned your patch? Yeah. He's a little up. kid, bro. Back up. Little kid. Hey, you need to call the cops or something, dude. Want me to walk off? Yeah, get off. I need to talk to you. The, the whole story behind it, where it was like their airsoft clan, you know? He's like, he, he, he put my patch on the grill and burnt my patch. It's like, bro, what the fuck? He beamed that kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So it is funny that your first experience or kind of, you know, what you've heard from, you know, your friend hanging out and stuff is that like the cheating stuff. So same exact side for me. I talked to Quitsky about this not all that long ago and kind of, you know, was seeing his experiences filming it. And he's like, it's kind of dope. It's kind of like paintball. Like there is some cool parts about it, but it's just the cheating is rampant. Like it's just ridiculous because, you know, like you were saying, you literally see your BB fall and fly off of someone, but 
then it's it like there's no evidence that it ever hit him if you didn't like see it in that moment i feel yeah. like even with like the refing you blink and you'd miss it correct you know but, so you the same time, like like, this is so important you're like this guy is getting just shot like he's just just be removed yeah so I, <laughs> at that point i'm never flinching i'm never flinching <laughs> yeah, yeah like I, I posted a, I you posted a video. Yeah, well, I was gonna say I posted a video it like it was Philly, not this past Philly, but the Philly before, and it was Dalton down the Dorito side. And dude, he catches one on the arm pad in the arm. He does not even move. Like it, it, the ref eventually did see it, but like his first initial reaction, there's no movement. You wouldn't even know he was hit if you didn't see the paint. So like. If you get good at that in airsoft, I feel like you're invincible. All of a sudden, right. you're now the Ollie Lang of airsoft. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> you got the uh, the 15 kill streak, the juggernaut. You know, <laughs> the the it, it looks shit. like it could have a lot of potential if they somehow fix that. But. When they have and like I, body sensors, you know, where it's like, because uh, it's the so now we're playing so laser tag with BBs. I know, bro. I mean, <laughs> shit. But I do like, like what that. you're saying, because I think there are some fun aspects to it. Obviously, there's, you know, there isn't paint, so it doesn't, like, destroy a field nearly as much. Um, you know, the things like, yeah, actually going in and changing a mag. There's something kind of fun about doing that. Like, it, you know, I can see aspects for it that would be pretty cool. But, man, there just are some logistic problems that I'm like, that I don't, I don't get how that could be played at a high level in a, like, fair way. The milsim of it is awesome. It looks right. cool, yeah. That's what I've always liked. Like playing playing Army Men when I was little. Like that's all yeah, I wanted dude. to do was yeah. was have the the military gear. But yeah, as you said, the, the competitive side, I can't. But, but then I you grew out it. of that when you were like twelve and you picked up a paintball marker because uh, it's seventeen. But yes, Seven. how okay, Brandon? Honest younger, question. Uh, honest question. How? So Keith, to give you some background, um, Brandon's grandfather actually, well, grandfather and dad were some of the original Iron Men from the early '90s team. So how, with that as your background, did you not touch a paintball marker until you were 17? Uh, yeah. Thank, thanks, thanks, mom and dad. Yeah, they really thanks, let you down on that one. Like, they really did. I, I, you could I be Keith's know. teammate right now. Like, what's going on with I, that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I let my dad know. Yeah, why? Why didn't you just force me into it? I don't know. I and I know I your know. dad he, will he hear know. this because he listens to the show. So shout out, Mike. Uh, come on, what's, what's going stats, on, stats, bro? Dude, uh, if if I started how like little Ev started, but with 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 the background of my of my uh, my family, oh my god, I don't know where <laughs> I'd be. I could only imagine, you know, back could have thrown a yeah. pigskin over the mountain, you know, would have gone yeah. pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Floating on the paintball field, not even That's touching That's essentially what I'm hearing nah, right now. Uncle, Uncle Rico. Uncle oh. Rico. Uncle Brandon. <laughs> Uncle Brandon. You are an Uncle huh, Brando, with your nephew. That's what you yeah. got to do for your nephew now, because now the opportunity for you is past, bro. Now you're, you're an old man. Yeah, all right, chill. All right, relax. We just, just had a birthday. You're good. You're good. We just had a birthday. <laughs> so we're both old men now. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, whatever. Just a little older than I all right chill relax I mean, not that you're, old you're usually the <laughs> oldest person on the show but i don't think it's you okay, are right uh, i don't think you are tonight i mean how, how old are you keith you've been playing the game for quite a bit I'm 30. okay okay, okay. And which is actually crazy when you think about that like you've been playing the game for almost 20 years like we said i mean that's two-thirds of your life of you've had sport, a paintball you know? marker in your hand <laughs> the athletic specimen of the sport when you come to the, the most agile player you probably think of keith brown you know <laughs> So that's just me, but. That's it, man. All right, Hash. That's it. What's up, bro? I'm just saying, dude. 
I'm no, a big fan. I, I, I appreciate it, bro. I was I was no, going I the other way it, there, though, just like you know, when you think back to that, like that is kind of crazy, you know. Two thirds of your life essentially have been played, or not played, but have been spent with paintball being something that you know you were actively a part of. Oh man, I guess like so wild now. I guess I was just like you know the time changes obviously, but like what you know what remains the same in that? Like, are there things that you know you can still kind of feel? All right, that reminds me of my childhood a little bit. That reminds me of the reason why I you know started showing up to the field to try and do all this um every once well the thing is i've been i'm still going to a field that i've been going to since i pretty much you know two years in mm-hmm. you know i'm going to you know it was cfp now it's legacy and it's owned by jason which is which is cool mm-hmm. you know what i mean because that was the spot that i always went to and it's weird because i went to tiki's and i go this isn't home like immediately like i was <laughs> like i yeah, yeah. nothing to do with anything that they do they were very nice and everything but i was just like this isn't the spot yeah. so like i've been going to the same place like 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 as you've mentioned forever so like i kind of do feel that almost every time that i still go out there mm-hmm. now that now everything is a little different yeah obviously oh, I bet. But, but yeah, when you turn down the same, you know, drive to, you know, head down the field, there's always kind of that like, it's the, damn, bro, I'm still yeah. doing this shit. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, for sure. Okay. My local paintball field's closed, bro. I, the locus, the closest paintball field, hour away. Yeah, that's oh, that. I mean, I, it's that an hour one? for me, though. Yeah. So was that the one Senkal was at, or was it the one that was closer to you? Uh, the one that's like in Fresno, it was like I'm pretty sure, no joke. It literally used to be like a valley of a dump. That's why it smelled <laughs> like poopy caca all the time. Oh but, shit! It wasn't just the paint. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, no way, bro. No way. And they would like in the winter, they would like they would flood it in the winter. She couldn't play there at, at some points in the winter because they would just flood the entire valley with just just poopy water, and it was disgusting. <laughs> God, so, that's what that's what I grew up on. Not even gonna lie. That yeah, was built different, <laughs> dude. I, I wish I had the resources like that I had for like Capital Edge now. I wish I had those resources. But yeah, you actually have like a turf field and some stuff to play on. You know I mean, it's saying? funny. Like, I think back to the first field I showed up at Shooters. Like, I think I've talked about this on the field, but or on the show, but just a little, you know, woods ball type field. Like, the only kind of like, you know, air ball type thing they had was like a little hyperball arena that was set up. But even that was like really big, really spread out. Like, they had the tubes. That's kind of what, you know, the only thing was. So, uh, no yeah it is it is crazy what you have to do to like start playing this game and then you know you're able to find your great facilities cfp your pb fits your capital edges you know your your different spots across the country um there's probably one in the northeast i'm forgetting there's probably one in the northwest i'm forgetting but uh you know how it goes um there are so many great examples now of like a high level paintball field and i i think that's cool because for a long time it was just like the shack that you had to that has like compressor and like they bring a skid of paint in yeah and now yeah the, the best paintball facilities it's like an arsenal you know you go and you can have all these you know, back in the day you had tipman 98s now a lot of fields have like emacs or something like that or yeah. you know higher quality markers yeah, something a little more reliable. I mean, not reliable because uh, the 98, you could literally run over with a car and it'll still work. But yeah, yeah. something that at least like shoots kind of straight, like yeah, a little yeah. better of an experience for the user. It's because yeah. those, half those barrels are bent from being run over by cars. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, but you can still do good. 
uh, I was talking with Matt about this. We did our live stream in Infinite Paintball. Uh, Matt, the gym rat, I'm talking about. But uh, we, he did his video, or it may be coming up in a video soon, where he uses a Cronus, a Tipman Cronus, for a point. And he still gets a four pack. So it is doable. You can you can go out there and you can make it happen. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be fun. But you, you can you can make it happen. God damn, those deposits be acting up, dude. They be they'd be <laughs> for sure, dude. So he's like, let me just let me just let me just clock in, say use some of the savings on these uh these Tipman players, you know. <laughs> what a god, dude. I love Matt. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll be excited to see when that video comes out. Um, another <laughs> one of the uh, you know, kind of every random day life stuff I wanted to talk about, because I thought this was crazy, but uh uh Keith, you ever heard of uh Kai Sinet, the uh, Twitch streamer? Yeah, yeah. You know, Kai, yeah, head of the W communities. I mean, he's now, I think he's now holds the record for like the most sub two streamer ever. Like, freaking dude came out of not nowhere, but the last couple of years, past he's years, just, past years yeah, been wild. He's been for blowing him, for sure. up, yeah. And uh, so, I don't know if you've heard what happened, but he hosted like a kind of a fan meetup slash giveaway type thing in New York ended up shutting down the streets of new york like they had i want to say it was estimated like seven to ten thousand people who showed up for this event it, it, it got to the point where it was essentially a riot like some of the footage that came out during it you know you've got people smashing cars and shit and random stuff like that uh and to me the the two parts were crazy was was one like how quickly it went to angry <laughs> like they showed up to see their yeah. you know person they like and then like two hours later they're breaking shit but then also, okay. it is crazy to me that a Twitch streamer now has the amount of pull that with like a week's notice, they can get 10,000 people to show up at a random place in public. Like, I, I think that's absolutely like crazy. I, I don't know if you guys saw this story during the last week, but yeah, it was. I didn't see, the, I didn't see that, but yeah, I know, I know about him. He's, uh... I wonder what's going to happen to him because he got arrested for inciting a riot. I mean, they... So I looked into that a little bit. It looked like the charges they gave him were both kind of like small misdemeanor charges. And so like if he has a gotcha. good lawyer, he may be fine. I think they were honestly more so just trying to get him out of the area because he was the guy who was kind of fueling it. And not yeah, even yeah. like he wasn't doing anything wrong. It's just He's that the fans the were trying to get to him, you know, and then yeah. that was causing chaos and then just kind of builds on itself. And that's, you know, chaos in public places starts to, you know, get get out of hand. Um so yeah, I just I my my takeaways from it is goddamn Twitch is taking over. Like Twitch stars are just Absolutely. as big as, you know, like anyone else at this point. Yeah, like, they're Twitch streamers more than like the like the most recent bachelor, you know. Oh, 100%. I, that's actually probably a good point. Are Twitch like streamers the new earlier. reality stars? I was looking earlier at this dude Tarek, you know Tarek. Oh yeah, yeah. I know Tarek. Tarek, Tarek had 84k just watching him watch a Valorant tournament. Well, but it, that's also what Tarek does. That's like, that's his show. Yeah, so his foul watch alongs, but he is one guy though. He has more people watching him than fuck uh, like a channel on, well, on, you can scroll on the TV. He's got one. He is one person. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. And those are all concurrent viewers. So like the actual numbers are probably like even crazier, you know, when you that's see nuts. how much his streams get watched. Yeah, it's just nuts. Um, the, the crazy thing with a guy like Tarek is like, dude, back when I was playing CSGO in 2014, 2015, I was also watching Tarek streams because he was still streaming back then. But instead that's of 80k right. people, it was a couple hundred. And like, that's right. kind of, you know, when streaming was first starting and like becoming a thing. And that's really where I learned about Counter Strike and all that stuff back in the day. So 
it is really cool to see you know the growth of something from like this weird kind of offshoot of youtube where like gamers go and do their thing to like yeah you legit had a dude just like shut down public from like just saying he'll show up (laughs) yeah it's nuts yeah i I remember like youtubers having a couple hundred at, at like malls and that was an issue but I can't find. I I, I didn't see any of the videos, like, but those, the yeah. this is like back in the day where where yeah, it, how far it's grown. I, I don't see know. what you're saying. So like the first generation YouTubers could gather a hundred. Now we can gather ten thousand. Jesus, <laughs> that, is so, that is so crazy. How, uh, dude, the guy shut down the whole fucking city, basically, dude. Obviously not the whole city, but you know, pretty big part. 10, yeah, it was uh, Union people? Square in New York. That's where it took place. That's a huge area to take. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think the small side of the estimate was like 7,000. The large side's 10,000. So take okay. what you will from that. But it, that's still a shit ton of people, man. Yeah, that's nuts. Holy shit, dude. I would go. <laughs> you would go for the content, though, Hatch. Without a doubt, without a fucking doubt. <laughs> yep. It, you know, something that's funny that uh, I don't think it, the footage would probably never surface, but there was a part where I took Brando's GoPro while swimming with sea turtles, and I did like a little vlog for you, Ryan. So <laughs> did, I want to see that. <laughs> what? Yeah, I did a little vlog. Dude, that's hilarious. Sur- I, I, I just dove down, dude. The fucking mask is just annihilating my face. My mustache is like. It's like that. So, so I'm just like, welcome to welcome to from the sidelines here with sea turtles. I got Brando and Michelle here in the water. You know, All right, Brandon, you got to make this happen because now he said it right. on live stream. So or on non live stream, he said it on the show. All. So everyone's going to hear. Mind, bro. We got Twitch on the yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Gotta go watch right. the Tarek stream now. Yeah, bro. Um, all right, so I had like maybe one or two more things to go over tonight. Hatch, did you have any other questions? I know you had the coaching one. Absolutely. That's what you told me about. Was some other ones you had for Keith? I kind of asked that one a little bit earlier when it comes to obviously your different style well, yeah. of play. But uh, one thing I wanted to ask is, so obviously coming from that winning formula from Impact, what what was it being that spark plug for damage? What were some of the things that you iterated from Impact that went over to damage? Um... Some things would be like lingo, maybe not the exact, uh, you know, a call. right wordage, but that stuff goes very far when it comes to, as you know, now that you're getting in the semi pro, of how much that actually matters. Like, yeah. you need to have a call for them, whatever the case is. Efficient communication. Because there was some stuff I just wanted you to just say, like, dude, he's going. He's just let me know if he's going. I don't want to hear no Yeah, yeah like, well, I, I don't need some. Just let me know if he's going. But, like, there's some other stuff that you'll obviously go Brandon through. Brandon is Tokyoing like, the, mon- the yeah, Mega and just, Ricky like, 2 with the double Lucy left. And it's like, bro, what are you saying? Like, okay, but that means yeah, something. We, that, that on some, there was a couple teams. AC Dallas. I don't know yeah. what they're doing, but AC Dallas back in the day used to have some just, just too much going on. I think I have an uprising video, and the legitimate comms that he says are Dorito Two Toilet the Monster. Like, what, what the fuck does toilet mean, bro? Oh, like, are you bunkering someone? Like, and if so, can we come up with something cooler than toilet? Dude, I think the goblin calls fire, dude. Oh, you gave it away, Hatch. You can't do that. Uh, it is what you it gotta is. change it. Yeah, he didn't say anything else. He just I mean, uh, about it. Ofa. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right on, right? Or yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> God, I can't believe I hit him with that last week. That one was so fucking nasty. Holy shit. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a... He got him with a pretty big one. You'll have to see. I'll post a reel of that at some point during this last week. Part. But yeah, shout out Michael Diaz, our last host on the... Or last guest on the show. Um, But, uh, okay, so... uh. That was your question there, Brandon. I mean, you really haven't said much, Brandon. So what's hell, uh, what's been going on over there? You time? yeah. What's been rolling through this brain? Are you all right. <laughs> this man was all operating right, on buddy. humans today. All right, give him yeah, some. Give him relax. some space. Relax. <laughs> all right. Uh, no. So I've heard several people on on your team uh, and even your coach talk about like you guys play a lot of one on ones, um, and. Like, do you like playing the one-on-ones or, or, or uh, you must like it now, but was there a point where you didn't enjoy one-on-ones uh, uh, like during practice and whatnot? And then at what point did you uh, begin to like them or enjoy them? Um, I, I would say I don't really like doing them only because <laughs> like it is way too hot to be doing some one-on-one sometimes <laughs> In especially, Florida, yeah. <laughs> especially when you have to practice for a tournament so think about it opening up the day and you play a one-on-one against every dude on your team let's just say you just played eight one-on-ones okay and Brandon you don't want to lose because obviously you're playing your teammates you don't want to lose dude that's just no, not that's not acceptable. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna hear not, shit about that for the rest of the day. So you just spent five five times in a one one on one battling this dude whose shot is on every single ball. You are gassed out tired by the time you yeah. even play one point on the layout. That's when I didn't like it. I had to yeah. say something about it. I was like, dude, we are wasting too much energy. <laughs> that's why I feel like the one on ones need to be like a pod and a hopper. Because then it's like someone's got to try to make a move, like something you know. We're not just here to burn energy endurance or anything. Like we're burn ourselves clean dead before they even started. All right, now we got thirty points, boys. I don't like the one on ones, but you know, if the team needs needs that guy, oh, sign me up. I'll be that guy for a one on one. You know, but it's they're cool. Brando, Brando lost one on one. Keith, my bad. Now that they won us two tournaments, I will never complain. Yeah, no, I mean, with the tournaments from that, you know, like I'm like Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, and you know, (laughs) and maybe from your perspective, the one on ones weren't you know all that helpful. But I guess when you look at Jacob's perspective, that set him up for success. Now, you know, twice he he had a situation where he had to be a better gunfighter, and just so turns out that you guys then take a lot of time doing that at practice, and you know, it translated. So, uh, yeah, I feel like you know practice from that standpoint can always be varied like that maybe it's not the skill that's helping you out the you know as much but maybe for your team in general it's just good that you're helping get them reps so then they're building their skills and stuff as well right iron sharpens iron man it's, it's always the way it's been i t- I couldn't tell if you were what? trying to drop in like an Iron Man comment or, or what, no, what that I'm was saying. but <laughs> did you guys never heard that iron sharpens no, iron Does no i have help? i have yeah I was like, am I fucking crazy, dude? Is this like the J Rabbis where no one else heard about it? <laughs> no, that one was just you, bro. I'm pretty sure you fell for a conspiracy theory. Dude, I had without a doubt I did, because I legitimately thought it was the thing. I want I forgot who fucking told me that. Dude, we gotta roast them, so whoever fun. it was. I gotta find that shit. If you if you're listening, dude, comment. If you're listening. Alright. <laughs> so So one on ones, Brando. Yeah, you had a couple more things written down, I feel like. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one on ones. I, I just, I hate one on ones. Jesus Christ. I was trying um, to remember your list, but yeah, you're good. No. You're good. I hide my list. Um, <laughs> and then, all right. So, and I, I was watching a couple of your games. Your, your, your last, uh, last games. Noticing for a man with swaggy in his name. Uh, it's not so swaggy, man. It looks like you're rocking the pack, like way up here, bro. Oh, like underneath oh. your armpits. I'm just, I just want to know, is that like intentional? I, I don't know, bro. Listen, I, dude. Like, listen. When you're running that fast, and then you hit that ground, the pack is coming up. It's a good point. It's regardless. He's spitting facts. You can't, you can't stop the pack from moving up. <laughs> You know, what I, I, mean? I see. Like, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, you know, like, if, if you're if I'm you're hitting. running a four three and then you if slide, friction is just gonna speed. make that shit go up. You know, like it just happens. You know, you can't worry about the swag when you're in the trenches, dude. God damn. You know what I mean? Like, oh, in the trenches. For for me, I don't have my head going on like that. <laughs> <laughs> It don't matter. It, it don't matter. matter. All right. All right. All right. All right. I like it. Okay. Dude, okay. That was a good question, though. Put it down. Put it down. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring back that guy. See, like... if you go back into those impact series videos, I have it on the side. There are some times too where it's like uh, your pack starts to get a little loose after using it so much where you're like diving the snake and you're literally, like literally your elbows yeah. like to get it off your stomach and it's just all the way around sometimes. Oh man, that is the worst. It's not for it me. Pack it's rough, dude. It's rough. Yeah, well, so it, it is a good sign that if, you know, you're a dude and that's happening, like, you know, maybe hit the gym a little bit, you know, put put some more pounds on, because if you're just a stick and that shit's just flying off, uh, sorry, bro, flying, you, can't, you can't help it, you know? I'm the best Velcro can't like, keep it on. I'm going to start wearing my shit like the toga, you know, diagonally like Rambo. <laughs> That'd you got like a crossbody bag out there, bro. Like, works. that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> you're slinging it forward, Imagine, grabbing like, the pod. I'm like, I'm like shooting right handed. I'm like, I'm like pulling it out like that. Oh, that'd be sick, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Well, that's a, that's a real. Well, we're gonna make that. And... Here we go, dude. Next level. We're gonna cut to this moment right here, and then cut to the clip. <laughs> I like it. I Hopefully, like if it. I remember the time code. But uh... that's swag right there, dude. If you can pull it out, that's fire. Yeah, I mean, so, but, like, building off that question, like, you know, obviously your name's Swaggy, but, like, a lot of people, I know Hatch, Brando, you guys are kind of a couple of them, but, like, the whole look good, you know, play good, kind of feel good, that whole type of, like, everything kind of mm. revolves into it mindset. You know, what, what's your take on that, you know? I mean, obviously, your skills in between the net need to be good, but, you know, how does it feel, like, does it feel like it levels you up, like, a little 5% when you're, you know, you oh, got your yeah, ag on point? You, you... You gotta, you gotta have your head on point, dude. You can't be coming out there looking incorrect, dude. No, I, and, I, I, but, but you know what? And I'm sorry, but a lot of you guys out here, you guys need help. <laughs> Damn. You guys need help, man. Hey, you know, Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan's in the Discord, so like, if he comes in there at the right time, dude. These guys get wild, and even with me. So I can't imagine what they got to say for the rest of you guys out there listening with your stuff on your head that you know you need to take off and get some better stuff on your head. We you know, we just going to leave it at that because you guys need to go back on some old videos and watch what they got on their head because they look kind of clean with it. Dude, 
My favorite Yo, newbie thing I, to see is the gap of death, dude, where it's like you see someone's the mask and then they put and they put like their headband on, and all you see is like a little gap of forehead in between the mask. Yeah, that's, I'm a like, dude, that is, that's the beacon that I aim for, bro. There's a lot, there's a lot going on with the mask. They got the LMS, dude. You guys know about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low mass syndrome. Yep. Low oh, yeah, yeah. Low mass syndrome. Shout out, Connor. Yeah, yeah. Love you, Connor. We've you literally know, talked about it on the show. Yeah, if you guys are going to strap someone, bro, please just go ahead. Raise that down. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, little bit. That, that, that brings up another like, 2% right there. Like, you're already like, For sure, looking yeah. better. Even with the dookie head going on, at least when you raise it up, you look like you got at least in proper mask form. You look like you know what you're doing now. You know what I mean? You got flex on. Now you're like, at least another couple points up. You know? So, like. For sure. Well, I was going to say. I want to see a kid bring back the cash money Todd Martinez like green do rag from like 06 back in the day. Like let's, let's bring some of that, that stuff back. Year. Did Ronnie someone have like the? Year. No, I'm like sure the whole team so had it though. I I remember there's this pick I remember it was, and and maybe that's what maybe, I didn't see. Maybe Ronnie and them did it. I, I didn't see the picture. But there was a funny pick I remember seeing from like 06 or something where like. Todd has his like ginger afro and it's like oh, covered yeah. by this like money green do rag and he's like it is I think it was a dynasty at the time maybe or something like that. I had such a funny photo. If you guys one. can find that yeah. find yeah, that in the, in the he, history he books. Got it. He says you go to a hood gas station in like the middle of LA and uh boom they're right there at five dollars <laughs> there you go it's waiting for you i want to say it was like the first event andy andy horvath was talking about it and he's like yeah you can just find these things you just go to the hood gas station dude they got them yeah it's like oh man damn maybe you, maybe that's the look the people Hash, get, like, replace the, your ball of with one for an event he, like, he, he, I, I can see him rapping it just, you know what I mean? Just for like one, not even like a couple points. And just like a couple off. points, yeah. I'm use like the mesh sandana, not tuck it in all the way to where like the ears stand up. Oh, God, really God. That's one of my favorite looks. I'm going to start rocking that one. See, but you know, you guys need to talk to Nick Laval about this because okay. his healthy gear is horrific, right? <laughs> and he knows this. And he'll tell you every time, he's like, I want to look like dog shit. He's like, so when the other team sees me and I just fried you, you just you're, you're pissed. Like, you're like, what the fuck? This guy, man. He's, he's wearing the fucking crown royal potato sack on his head, and I'm hey, like, yo, this guy. There was one time where he had this little like green beret thing, right? And it only it was like a skull cap, but it only ended, it ended at his ears. It was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. But when he was wearing it, he was a demon, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, oh my god. Like, he looks so bad. Like, he was running through blowing people's shit back. Like, this is different. I don't See, know. And that's it almost the other side of the everybody. argument. Like, it's almost more troll. And then, like, you get in someone's head more if you go out there purposely fucked up headband. Like, you know, just not looking it. Like, that dude's going to remember you. He's going to be like, how did <laughs> you like, shit on Christ. me? Like how yeah like obviously you can't look in a mirror so how did you see me like how all right well uh yeah so i mean 
I don't know topic wise you guys, but let's I'll, I'll split it up here. I got one more video to drop on you guys. I don't know if yeah. you've uh, you've seen about this one, but uh, same thing. I'll be throwing it up in chat and we'll uh, we'll be putting some parts of it into uh, into the show. But this went down in Stockton, which is Brandon's hometown. Uh, let's go. Oh, a, yeah. A, a Sikh, an Indian gentleman who's part of the Sikh religion, got his money's worth and got some revenge. A dude was robbing his store and just found the biggest, like, broom handle thing he could and went to town on it. Still uploading in chat real quick, so that should be over there shortly. But, um, but yeah, I this was hilarious. Some, someone was fighting back, and I love it. And essentially it's the grown man version of an ass whooping because it's not even like really violent it's just like it's like your dad being disappointed at you there's like another level to it it's a little demoralizing can't even relate to that one fuck god damn ain't nothing you can do that ain't nothing you can do man tell you call police ain't nothing you can do man tell police come on hey hey no you, hey don't hey ain't nothing you can do man don't do that don't do that. Yeah, exactly. But so, Brandon, is this how Stockton is most of the time? Is this kind of this what you? That's how we greet people. This, this is you guys' this greeting, yeah. yeah. And the you know, aren't you guys moving capital of the world currently? Yeah, Nate Diaz is busy with Jake Paul. That's what it's <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was out of town. They knew it was safe. <laughs> Jesus, it's got damn dude. But God, Brandon, ten dollars for a pack of cigarettes, dude. What the fuck? That's an expensive addiction, bro. Brandon, weren't you? Uh, wasn't Stockton like the murder capital of the world for a bit, or something like that? We That's were. Chicago, bro. Did you guys think, beat out St. Louis? There was, there was one year. There was one, was one year, year where yeah. we were number one, <laughs> and now we're. Screw I think we're St. Like Louis, man. Six. I think we're like six or five oh, or something oh, like that. Okay. We gotta shoot, we gotta no, we're slipping. We're not gonna be shooting for anything, Hatch. I want to no, make that clear. Like we're I not contributing. Gonna, gonna up the percentage up. It's oh. never gonna get caught. Oh boy, my guy. Uh, click off this video. But um, yeah. Well, well, we're trying to make a top three. Well, a top three appearance. Holy shit! For the uh, murder capital of the world. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think it's yeah, worse or something. Look at this guy. I love Jesus when people Christ. take pride in like the shittiest like parts of their their life. Like it's funny to me, and it's funny they're now getting to the part. I'll throw it up, or he's starting to just let him have it. And it's like he's such a dad, man. Like he's. He's just like, this is what you get, man. Like, yeah. he's just—he's disappointed, angry. It's not even like, just fuck he's you just or anything. He's just beating his legs, dude. He's just beating his <laughs> spanked legs. Him. For spanked him. That's a friendly interaction for Stockton, bro. That is a that's, very friendly that's interaction. That's what we're saying. That's yeah. friendly. He's just um, beating his legs down, man. I mean, he's going to have some bruises, but he's fine, you know? Yeah. He's walking away from that. Literally. Well, he's walking into the back of a, you know, Crown Vic, but same thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he just tried to rob a lot of shit. That's not gonna go over well. But <laughs> nah, the, the, co- the cops here in Stockton, they got more. They got more important. We were just talking murder so capital. He's walking world. home. Yeah, yeah. The guys are stealing cigarettes. He ain't giving nothing. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> stealing Cop, cops aren't coming. Now, if he started stealing the donuts that that Seven Eleven sells, it's a whole oh, different conversation. Shit, um, it's SWAT there. SWAT breaking through the windows. Some reason CHP is there. I don't know They're why. Making a hostage situation if the donuts are there. All of a sudden, the officer we know who works for CHP is there. He's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that name. Um. But yeah, so I uh, just, I don't know, another one of those funny stories I found on the internet this week. I thought this man getting his ass handed to him was uh, was quite entertaining. So uh, yeah, yeah. Compared, compared to other countries, bro, he's getting off easy, bro. Some people cut off your fucking hands for less. That's that's right. a good point. Sharia law, yeah. we could be, you know, an eye for an eye or a hand for a hand or whatever they do over there. I got, that guy is playing on easy mode getting away with a robbery he's, like that. He's on recruit, you get punished my more. guy. Dude, in GTA, you get shot. That guy just got a friendly <laughs> ass whooping, bro. Yeah, that's true. The amount of times Trevor died because I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go rob this ATM real quick. And then, yeah, five stars would happen. I'd have a helicopter on me. It's a whole thing. And then yeah, I'd just die in a field somewhere. You get you get automatic two stars. Like, what is that? That guy didn't even get a star. That guy's off the radar. That's the crazy thing going into the GTA. I don't know how we haven't talked about that. But, dude, that game literally came out before I was in high school. And, like, they still haven't released the second one, or GTA 6. Not the second one, obviously, but the, you know, new sequel or new release. That's crazy to me, bro. Dude, I graduated high school when that came out. Jesus Christ, Ryan. Yeah, that was a while ago, you almost 30-year-old man. All right, relax. <laughs> All right, whoa, calm whoa, down. Whoa, okay. Come on. Come on. Hey, chill. All right. Sorry, Brandon. 27. 28. 27. You're just gonna be 27 the rest of your life. You're gonna be one of those girls. He's like, I'm, I'm 25 okay again. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm working backwards. Benjamin buttoning it for the rest of your life. I like that. Respect. 20, 28 years young. God, you know, yeah, those people aren't great either. It's like, dude, if you're not, if you're 90 saying that, all right, you got some charm, you got some class, but <laughs> doesn't yeah. work if you're uh, 40. Sometimes you just gotta say that, dude. Uh, that that was a for sure thing you would see in the Tinder bios for sure. They're like, I'm 24 years young, and I'm like, all right, left. Those those <laughs> mean Tinder streets, Hatch. Walked those cold and lonely oh, roads. Those were a fucking wild time, bro. Met some crazy people through Tinder. Met some cool people. That's pretty much all you ever hear from that app. I, I like when it first first came out. I actually shot a wedding where they met through Tinder. But since then, all I've heard was like crazy stories and like horrible nights. And yeah, so something happened with society and that app, I think, caused it. You can really test your pickup lines there for sure. And <laughs> like uh, if, if they don't laugh or if they uh, if you use something that's obviously a little too goofy and they don't like it, it's like, all right, she ain't the one. She ain't the one. Damn it. Moving on. Nope. Yeah. Hash lives by the shotgun method to life. Send out 400 buckshot. It's going to hit one bird. Straight That's up. It. There's plenty of fish in the sea, cast a white net. It's the accuracy oh. by volume. It's what we do in paintball, you know? We don't shoot one BPS, <laughs> yeah, okay. we shoot 10. That's right. 0.5, technically, but. <laughs> Literally, because I can't hit shit, so I got to shoot 10 balls per second. <laughs> so, you know. is, it, is it you or is it your paint? 
We'll say mm. we'll say we'll blame the paint. We'll blame the, we'll blame the paint. All right, yeah. You always have that to fall back on. That's a great thing about yeah. paintball. You didn't paint. bore it, obviously. There you go. That was your problem. No way. No way, bro. <laughs> Should definitely bit on you. Um. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's most of the way through my list. Uh, Hatch, Brandon, you Keith. guys have anything else on yours? Yeah, I know. Keith, who, who's the fastest player in the league? I'm the fastest player in the yeah, league. I just, Come I on, just, man. I just want to know. I just, I just want to double check. That's All what right. Race, I want to see you race a full, a fully healed Ty Penelio from Impact. I think that'd be Tyler's a pretty, good race. pretty fast. Yeah, fully healed. Once he gets fully recovered after his knee injury, that guy's. That guy's pretty fast. I don't know, I'd have lie. to, I'd have to see you guys together, but I, I mean, still I think he's faster. People. That's what Mouse races people. <laughs> oh, awesome. I just say I'm the fastest just because I'm not going to just say he's as fast as that. It's just humble, you know? Yeah. yeah. I can, you know, I'll play on the field, but, you know, if he wants to raise Mouse, will probably blow his hamstring out. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing that. Just go monkeying down the field, just completely Dude, sending so fast, it. Bro. He is Dude. so fast, it's actually and absurd. He's the- beat me multiple times. I'm like, I don't want to race no more. I'm good. I will say the crazy thing with Mouse too is like obviously Keith like you look like a dude who would be really agile you have kind of a smaller frame like you're not the biggest dude and I really don't mean offense by that but like Mouse he has that kind of block shoulder like huge guy frame and he gets it to move and it's it looks scary like it does look scary when he is getting into it yeah he is very very fast no joke that's just no joke (laughs) what do you what do you do uh or have you worked on on your technique and and uh, like drilled that to, to get off the box so quickly? Um, I've, so I've started to change the way that I've I do work on it now more than ever, um, and that's just because of there's better ways of doing things, right? And I've just learned that over time. Got uh, Chris um, in your ear over there now, talking about efficient just, movement and shit. <laughs> Yeah, but like I didn't care before, and then someone brought it to my attention. I was like, if I can get any bit of more performance out of anything that I'm doing, I might as well try. So, yeah, I do, I do, I do train it and uh, try to perfect it. Gotcha. Okay. It's a lot of footwork, I assume. Uh, yeah, but like I just try to like literally, I train it by just doing it over and over again. So like I'll just perf- perfect my stance to like my first step. Like that, yeah. I try to make that like important. I never thought about it. I was just running. Yeah, well, I feel like it does make a lot of sense. I never thought about it before, and it makes a lot of sense when you break it down. Like that first step is really where that like that movement starts. Like that's where all that you know energy is starting from. So if that's a you know explosive and efficient movement, you're you're already starting off kind of on a little better basis than if it's just something you kind of slip or you're kind of sloppy getting off the right right. muscles aren't engaged you know things like that exactly exactly god damn dude it's getting so technical to where if you want to be a pro you got to start doing that stuff you know it's getting my way man that's why kyle barrow teaches the things that he teaches is because he knows where it's going i'm a big fan of kyle barrow i like like what he's doing with uh, yeah it comes to like like the perfect practice thing where it's like snapping i was watching some of his like uh instagram reels of the school that he's teaching is that a, is that a tiki's is that where that that's a tiki's mm-hmm. gotcha. i'm seeing what he's doing with like the ml kids and all that so respect what he's doing it's really cool absolutely he's doing a good job so man we got some of that over here some little timmies yeah 
There we go. Uh, well, and, that, and that's kind of a cool thing you've seen with all the DM or not DMG kids, all the just kids programs in general. Now that there is kind of a revamped Young Guns division, we're starting to see. You know, uh, I know Thomas Taylor has his kids. There's you know the the uh, PB kids. There's or PB Fit kids. There's ML kids, DMG kids. Like you're starting to now see all these different organizations have their kind of young entry level program, and so. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool to see. And, like, I mean, Keith, you literally were saying earlier in the show, like, that's how you started. You were a young gun yeah. player yourself, and then you jumped into the game and, you know, progressed further. Right. Yeah, so it is. And, like, we were lacking that for a while to where there weren't any uh, new blood really coming up. Yeah, um, or I guess just new opportunities. Like, you know, love it or hate it. Like, I know some people have strong opinions about the WNXL, but I think it is good to have... <laughs> more people be able to have an opportunity to play the game kind of in whatever route that they can um and you know like there's obviously going to be you know guys who are like well i've been playing for all these years why am i not giving coverage or all this stuff and you know some of that you know it's just the state of the world i i don't know like i don't know how to tell you that but you know it is cool that the sport as a whole tom and the nxl i would say have now opened up more levels for people to come in whether it's playing these other divisions at events uh it's playing in your own kind of age category or uh, gender category if that's what you want to do um and i mean you don't have to like jen still plays in d3 like she doesn't care like she wants to go do that as well she can do that that's fine um so oh, yeah. i think you know i i think it is cool that we're seeing more avenues open up for people to get into the sport absolutely honestly dude is that going to be the point to where it's like we're going to need a bigger venue you know because there's just gonna be so many fields there's just there's not going to be enough coverage right because obviously we only have one go sports live stream and then the premiere field right mm -hmm. eventually it's going to just be so many so many of everything where people are going to want to watch the kids people are going to want to watch the women's division people are going to watch the pro the semi-pro right and every little thing and especially if we can get a little more coverage to the, the other divisionals because you know i feel like now that the the premier field is so far away is so close to the pro field so far away from the divisional fields you don't even really get to see much of that side if you're not actively going over there yeah so. i will say with the divisionals it is it, it, the way the 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 what was it the metaphor i used the other day was it's kind of like single a baseball if you love baseball you know what your single a baseball team is if you live in that city you know what your city's single a baseball team is but if you're not one of those two things You've never heard of it and you do not care about it. You just watch the major league game or whatever your local AAA or AA team is. Um, and I hate to say it, but with divisional paintball, it is kind of a similar level. If you're not actively involved in it or you're not someone who could potentially be involved with it, like maybe you're coming up to that division or something, it, it is hard for people to latch onto it because there's even less of those storylines and stuff that we're always trying to create for the pro and semi-pro side to get more people into the game. Um, and you know, I, I know that sucks to hear because I know there's a lot of divisional people who like, you know, want their spotlight. And don't get me wrong, we, we should be talking about you guys and showing you guys off as well. Because I mean, hey, if people want to come in, they they have to start there, like there, they have to go play that level of paintball to get better. Um, so it's you know, it, it's trying to find that balance of what interests the people outside of the sport, plus also giving those people credit who should be within our sport because we all. You know, we all see them out at the field. They're they're the guys who are you know making all this doable. Really, the generic G, you know D four, D five, D three, D two guys. Like they're the guys who are spending paint every single week at their local field, which is keeping that place in business. Which is you know allowing more people to be able to even try the game. So it's all kind of a, a trickle down effect. 
It's trickle down Straight economics. <laughs> right. It's crazy how the game is changing. Man, I would like to crazy that what is it? Now two years ago there wasn't even like a women's division. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah. Like and I would say that's kind of the cool things about our sport is that it has always been a very equal game. Cause hey, at the end of the day, you know, I mean MPPL days was kind of a little different, but you know, my, my gun shoots the same speed and the same velocity. So the marker like, is the greatest equalizer. Yeah, like sure. you know, because I mean, you know, yeah, Keith may be the fastest guy on the field, but well, I can still hit him. Shooting faster than your paintball, you know. Yeah, and if I get really good with a paintball marker, I could still hit him. Like I even me, like I'm not a pro player, but I could do that. Like that is something that's physically possible, and I think that's why this game is so interesting because, you know, I you can never be perfect at it because at the end of the day you're still using an object that is going a lot faster than you. And if someone's better then they can hit you or outthink you or, you know, out maneuver you, even if it's like little stuff on the field. Sometimes even out timing, you blink and you miss them pass through a gap, you know? Yeah. And literally. Well, that's that clip I have of Axel <laughs> and oh, I think it's chewy. Uh, I don't fully remember the other guys in the battle, but uh, it's Axel, and they're mirrored up at the 50, and Axel lets his gun hit the bunker just the slightest amount. But for whoever was on the other side was like, that shouldn't have happened. There's someone there, and instantly gets up, stabs him, moves on. Like, it's those little tiny things, like just a slight bunker movement was all of a sudden now, whoa, what'd you do there? Well, that's like, you know, you messed up. Little mistakes, man. Little mistakes, especially in pro. That'll cost you as Keith probably knows, right? Being, you know, superstar on multiple different teams. Oh, yeah. Little, little mistake, you know? Sometimes when you're in that power position, you're kind of controlling the field like 50 Snake style. Sometimes you die. Dude, that, that field will get flipped on you so fast. Literally. And they're in the driver's seat, so. All that <laughs> momentum you worked so hard to get up there to earn just instantly goes away. You know, it's like sometimes you take the 50 snake. You can have the 50 snake, right? You can have the territory, but sometimes you peek into an unlucky ball. Now you're not there, and now they have it. Yeah. <sighs> the, the tide turns quickly, yeah. The, oh, the story will change very tables. quickly. All right. Well, uh, I mean, I, th I, th I think that does it for us tonight. Uh, looking over my list, I'm just got about through everything I wanted. Uh, we still need a code word. So before we get out of here, I need one of those from you, Hatch. Check it in, Brandon. Do you have anything else for, right. for Keith while we have him on tonight? Mm, um, close it out with uh, ever travel story going over to Europe, playing, playing over there. Oh. Um. It's like, is there one I could say that doesn't get me in trouble? Yeah, that's what I'm really going through, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh, I was thinking. I'm trying to be... The Impact, the Impact series, when you guys were doing the 4th of July over there, that one looked... That, 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 that did look crazy. Fire. Yeah. And that, that could have just been, fire. like, through but YouTube. But there already. I guess I yeah. can tell the story about when we went to uh, my very first time in, like, France. Okay. We, uh, we ended up... And I went with Damage. This is, like, 2012. I believe. Okay. So and, a decade uh, ago. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> when 2012 and we we went, but we obviously we didn't go with the intention of like really like win. We went to kind of just have fun and kind of experience it. And uh we get over there 
and we didn't know what we were getting into, so we just stayed at the field where they said to stay, and then we ended up staying at these like bungalows, which were like these little trailer-like things, and uh, yeah, all the euros are just outside partying, and you could hear everything because you were just and at the event, know. right? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Well, at the event and they're just getting damn crazy out there like it's just absurd you're like dude like we gotta play in the morning and these dudes are still drinking yeah well and, uh, i think that's a big culture difference between the american tournaments and the european tournaments is it's a party over there um and that's yeah. i mean something i haven't been able to witness myself but damn i'm jealous when you see the footage and some of the things that go on <laughs> so we used to do that here i just you just can't do it anymore you just can't physically get up and play at the caliber of that like oh you know. yeah but i even just more so mean like you know the the audience the fans like people are just yeah, showing yeah. up to watch paintball they're staying at the event instead of like oh my games are over i'm gonna leave they're oh my game's over i'll go grab a beer and just you know hang out and see what's up or go watch the pro match that's on like i feel like the culture is a little more like they stay at the event more so than i feel like at uh nxl events you show up for your time you check out like it's kind yeah, of but a, it's weird because when the nxl was like made um everything was taken from millennium mm. all everything that was like as you see like the volleyball net and all that mm -hmm. stuff that was, that's millennium stuff that's not what psp had psp had nothing like that mm. and uh, that was the whole thing of bringing all that stuff to beer truck was to try to you know create that it's just i don't know it's just like you said it's just different culture and just different people like yeah, when we, sure. we're done we're just we're just kind of like done yeah you know like we're, we're lazy fried, americans dude. you know what else yeah, is it we're you know? just fried out we want to go home we want to watch our stuff and that's that's that you know and it i don't know it's weird because we have all the things that made people stay it just doesn't really matter Damn. yeah but, but that is an interesting back, point uh, where that came uh, from yeah going back to the story so yeah the bungalows were terrible and uh the, i haven't even gotten to the worst part so we were in walking distance but it was still like a mile and a half so think about bringing your gear bag up shit. from my yeah. life yeah dude that's just it's like dude what what why are we doing this right and then when we get back to the uh the bungalow we go to take a shower and there's only three seconds of hot water <laughs> oh god so, so we had to like water ourselves up and like soap and like hit it one time and then you hit it again <laughs> you watch yourself off yeah that was rough damn and, uh, you so, know what saying to us was uh steve Rattlecoff. he ended up taking the gi card and swiping it out of a nice hotel and getting us out of there dude nice. oh yeah that helps out <laughs> nice, got us out of there dude this is just undoable it was like the hotel for one night but that one night made our trip that much better because of how terrible it was there <laughs> that makes sense yeah but you guys you guys were essentially like urban camping in a way you know just testing oh, yeah, out being homeless you know yeah yep 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 and these people were just outside just just drinking like normal you know it was <laughs> just crazy. hanging out around the van yeah, was just hanging out around. it was just nuts what a great yeah. like experience well, i'm glad you asked that question Braden, because god was, damn yeah was, um that was the first event in france that i forget where they used to have that one nice was it i think it was 
Nice, and then okay. there was uh, the Chantilly event. Was yeah, that the other Chantilly. one? I like Chantilly. Chantilly was nice. Is that the that one by the like castle thing. or whatever? Is that, it's like a castle next to it, right? Or something? Like yeah. That? Yeah. And I always remember was watching a... that on the Impact series. Like, what the hell? They're playing by yeah. a castle? Like, <laughs> Yeah. There was a castle, and then there's like a, like a racetrack for horses or something. It's nice. That place is nice. Damn. And it's like a small part of France, so that's like it's like way different. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's nice. probably not anywhere near as many tourists around that area. Right, right, right. I think they still do it there. I want to say that the the like last one that they'll probably do for the year is there. Okay, that's their good, that's European championship. Like I think they call it championship run. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. For sure. That's right. Damn. All right. Sick man. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's that's gonna about do it for us. I've got a couple of things I gotta remind our audience members about, and then we will be out of here. The first one is our code word. word of the week. What's that gonna be, Hash? All right, dude. We got we got swaggy speed, bro. If you hear if you hear swaggy listen to this speed. show, we got swaggy speed because obviously we got swaggy in here. Keith Brown, one of the fastest guys in the pro league out here, dude. Literally, literally leaving people in his dust, not even messing with you. I've seen that's it. it. I've seen that's the code it. word. It's like she's like right just out of center, running to the snake. All you can see is the cameraman's not even on time, dude. He's literally blitzing past. He's all you just see is. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna lie. There's there's a couple guys who it's like you have to be on your shit when you're tracking them, and Keith is one because yeah, it it's not necessarily the top speed, it's the acceleration because it's Super like rare. oh shit, oh they're gone. <laughs> like that first explosion is what will catch you off guard. Yeah. So if you're listening now, swaggy speed, swaggy that, speed, that and uh. For any of our new listeners out there, the code word of the week, it's just a way we know who's paying around or who's hanging around to the end of the show. Uh, send that in a DM, let us, or leave it in a comment somewhere. Uh, you know, wherever you want to let us know. If you see us at the field, let us know swaggy speed. That way we know you're hanging out to the end of the show and we appreciate those people. Um, we usually give a shout out. Uh, we had like a couple come in, but since we recorded on a weird day last week, we were not uh, able to get those up today. So uh, sorry guys, but yeah, let us know swaggy speed. We'll get you shouted out on the next one. And, uh, like, oh, yeah, my last couple things. We got to make sure we drop a rating for the show. Um, takes a couple seconds. It's free to do. You can do it on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Drop a like on the YouTube version as well. Um, literally, takes two seconds of your time. It's completely free to do. Helps support the show and the program. Uh, make sure you drop a subscription on those uh, same platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcast. You can hit the little follow button. YouTube, just hit the subscribe button. You'll be all good to go. Um, we have the Patreon. We talked about that earlier. Someone's going to be getting a media series headband. That's awesome. I may be frosting my tips for cup. If you guys get signed up, which I am actually not as worried about it anymore. I feel like these guys aren't going to do it. I'm, I'm calling them out. Cause I really, I'm not Damn. scared. So yeah, come at me guys. You're not going to make me frost my tips for cup such a weird sentence um and then <laughs> so head over to patreon.com uh slash mafia underscore productions over there um and then our two sponsors we appreciate them we have liquid iv i'm drinking out of their bottle tonight but uh yeah appreciate them head over use code mafia underscore moffat for 20 percent. and the other one nectar nectar energy dropped the second pouch but n-e-c-t-r dot energy use code mafia productions all one word that's going to get you your buy two get one free so uh According to my list, that's uh, that's everything we're supposed to talk about tonight, guys. We appreciate Keith Podcast. for coming on to the show. Uh, it's yeah, it was a great episode. We enjoyed having you on, man. And uh, you know, maybe you guys yes, uh, yeah pick up a couple more NXL wins, and we'll have to have another reason to you know bring you back on the show, see what's going on Hell with those yeah. or something. There we go. There we go. <laughs> got to run some vows soon once you get your account back. You know, that'll be the play. That'll be the. 
imagine you're still on that immortal elo and then you're just like well time to get fucking yeah, my way down. one of my friends that did happen he got his account back and he was still in the elo that they he his account got banned and he was like oh okay, god I mean, he's like i guess i'll just lose a whole bunch <laughs> yeah for like the <laughs> next three months and then <laughs> he's just getting like what the they're like bro you were 0 and 19 why the fuck are you in my lobby and he's like someone stole my account man i don't want to be here like i don't even want to do this my dog's playing for me at this point i stopped caring well awesome man appreciate you coming on by and stopping by for our special guest keith brown we also have our two hosts Stephen hatch and brandon brando barrett my name is ryan mafia moffitt and guys, that's another episode, episode 54 from the sidelines. Take us home, Hatch. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next there one. There we go.